Welcome, welcome, welcome! I'm your humble Game Master Tom, and this is Season 3 of The Inglorious Bards. We're so excited to be back. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you here. If you're a new listener, this is a great episode to jump into with all new characters, a new setting, and brand new adventures. So keep on listening, and thanks for checking us out. If you're a returning listener, you know what kind of crazy fun we have in store. Glad to have you back, and thanks for all the continued support. We're proud to be sponsored by the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop Software, which we'll be using to track our battles during the season. We're also excited to welcome two new players to the show, Alistair and Jeremy, who have foolishly jumped right into the game with Reckless Abandon. And of course, we're back with the same horrible comedy you've come to love. This season, our adventures take us to a land of swords and sorcery. We'll be using the Pathfinder 2nd Edition role-playing system in a world filled with deadly creatures, ancient dungeons, and powerful magic. If you're familiar with D&D, this system has a lot of the same mechanics, so you'll feel right at home. And if you're new to role-playing games, come join us. You'll pick it up in no time. And finally, we have one simple goal. Make a fun story together and probably look like idiots while doing it. So let's join the group in their first adventure of the season. We'll start with a quick intro of each character before throwing the group right into a chase down a snowy mountain. The adventure begins. All right, we are here with season three of the Inglorious Bards, and let's start with a quick introduction of our characters, and let's start with Idrisil. Hello there. My name is Idrisil. I am a elf ranger. Picture a fair-skinned but slightly brownish of hair, green tattoos, about six foot two. I'm 110 years old. I live only for the hunt. I've cared about training myself to find the perfect prey and take it down. Great. And then we have Killian the Cleric. I'm Killian Finn, priest of Arahel, Wayfarer, uh, which means I travel, goes around trying to spread the word solve problems, heal people, spread the light of Karahel. Gentle-ish, doesn't have a lot of attack stuff, mostly just runs around healing. Are you a big, heavily armored, mace-wielding no, cleric? No, I'm certainly not. Okay. I have, uh, wear only robes, simple robes. I do carry a spear for dangerous times and a dagger, but my main weapon is my holy book, which is the channel for my divine power of Karahel. Great. And then we have Ignal Heavybringer, the dwarf. I'm Ignal Heavybringer. You call me Iggy. I'm a dwarf, so fat and short's my game. With a long, long blonde hair and a, a big, long beard, iron rings tied into it. I have uh, some bear hide armor, and I have Lucy, the love of my life, my giant greatsword. <laughs> okay. I'm a, I'm a barbarian. And then we have Xanner the gnome. Hi guys, I'm Xanner. I am a gnome sorcerer. I get to play with magic of all sorts of elements. I'm the first one in my entire family to ever have magic, so no one knows what the heck to do with me. The best way they can try it is to pawn me off around the town, but I know that I am destined for greater things. I really like hearing stories. I love being a part of them. And the only thing I like better than learning more about magic from other people is possibly taking their money and gambling. All right. <laughs> Great. Whipping through the forest, Idrisil, the elven ranger, ducks under a tree branch, runs through the snow, and slides down the steep mountain slope. He looks over his shoulder and spots a snarling wolf giving chase. This is not going as planned. 
He tumbles and slides down the slope towards a rotting old shack clinging to the mountainside. Inside the shack are three other heroes wait anxiously for their friend. Killian the cleric stamps his feet, trying to keep warm. Xanner the gnome closes a wooden shutter, only to have it snap off the shack and start its long slide down the snowy mountain. And Ignal Heavybringer, the dwarf barbarian, looks out a window and sees the elf running towards them. It's Idrisel! He, the elf's made it, but he's got company. It's a big snow wolf right behind him. Just one wolf, we can handle that. The gnome Xanner leans against a rotting wall, and the whole shack almost comes crashing down. No, it's, it's two, two big wolves right behind him. Two wolves? That's a bit more dangerous than I'd care for. The elf slides down the snow towards the shack. He kicks open the wood door and slams it shut behind him. The entire shack creaks ominously. In the elf's hands is their prize, a bundle of rare wood and a sack full of coins. You did it, Idrisil. You snuck in, recovered the merchant's money, and didn't wake up that nasty snow wizard up there. <laughs> well, you're half right. We still got two big wolves charging the shack. Everyone stay focused. We can take care of two wolves. So I did sneak into the wizard's camp. I knew you could do it. And I grabbed the coins he stole. I had every confidence in you. But I may have completely brought the wizard and all of his wolves down upon us. Thunder cracks across the sky. Another chunk of wood topples off the shack and slides all the way down the mountain. A voice booms from above. You invade my camp and steal from me? You will die. Howls of many, many wolves cry out from above. Ignal the dwarf turns his head slowly to the elf. What did you do? You'd screw this up and get us all killed! Heavy snow falls from the sky as a massive pack of wolves descend upon the shack on the mountain slope. Ignal looks back out the window. We're in trouble, boys! Well, how many are there? You do not want to know. What do we do? Well, if we run, they'll chase us down. If we stay here, they'll tear us apart. Driven by the wizard on the mountain, more than a dozen snow wolves charge through the snow at the wobbly shack you're in. What would you like to do now? Can we close the door? <laughs> you absolutely can. Killian <laughs> steps over and closes the door, and there's like three-inch weird-angled opening seams on either side. It's hanging by like half a hinge. I'm sure this will hold. <laughs> uh, we, we Barricade the door, somebody! Iggy rolls right in front of it. Okay. And, uh, puts yeah, his weight behind it. What sort of furniture do we have in here? There is what remains of a table wedged into the corner and only has two legs. There's a chair with just one leg. I don't know what that makes. It's not much of a chair. There's a chest of drawers. No, I'm sorry, like a wardrobe type thing that's been closed. Uh, looks like it hasn't been used in a couple decades. It's all rotted wood. It's all a giant mess. Is there a window or anything? Yeah, there's several windows. Okay. We can't stay here. We cannot fight in here. Above you are trees covered in snow. There's snow everywhere. And this is a crazy steep slope. Below you is a crazy steep slope. There's just this little bit of a perch where this shack has been built long ago that you found some refuge in. I'm open to suggestions. How big is the table? It's about four, four by four, four by four square feet. Small. How big is the door that we just closed? Really small. And how big is the wall <laughs> on which the door is attached? Same idea. Yeah. It's thin, but it's, uh, I don't know, like maybe 
15 feet long, 20 feet long, maybe. The integrity of the wood of like the bookshelf and dresser and all is questionable. You Not say? only is that questionable, but there is a, a huge amount of snarling and pawing, and you can see some wood being torn apart by one of the, the first wolf that reached this shack. He's going to grab the table, knock the two legs off of it, and like, let's go sledding. I push, you jump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Killian, get on the door with me. So what's happening? So uh, gonna, I'm gonna take the tabletop and like gonna shear off the sh- shear yeah, off the just, legs. Yeah. Okay. Why not just run straight at the opposite wall? Which is actually the thought I was thinking. Into, uh, if you guys jump at the opposite wall, I will follow behind you and push it down with a huge air blast. There we go. Let's see if we can all ride the wall itself down okay. the mountain. Okay. Okay. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. All right. So there's a quick <laughs> count of three. Three of you are running at the wall Whoa. closest uh, towards the slope. And Xanner, you are blasting some magic air. I what am. are you doing? What's, I, what's this spell? So th- this is my elemental toss. Oh, okay. Where I get to uh, pull from the elements that are around me and create a, a force and do a bludgeoning effect. With a flick of your wrist, you fling a chunk of your elemental matter at your foe, or in this case, a wall. If it gets it, I'll, uh, I'll do some dia damage to see if it's good. Well, well, right hit. before that happens, I'm gonna tie a rope around your waist and I'll have the other end. <laughs> okay. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case, little buddy. The three of you throw yourselves against the wall. The three of you that did that make athletics rolls. Just kind of a group overall. How much oomph did you just throw against it? And Iggy, you get to add plus two. You're just a thick. That'd be a 16 for me. Nice. Ooh, man. 12. Big old three. All right. So <laughs> by accident, killing the cleric goes first and just, just, just curling <laughs> There's the outline of him. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so Killian hits it. There's an oomph. Uh, he turns around. Then the other two finally hit the wall at the same time. And you guys hit and the whole shed starts to not move in any way and then just start to lean and create a little trapezoids type <laughs> motion. Just as that happened, you know this plan is not going to work. Uh, and you're ready to call it off and come up with plan B. It's too late. Xanner throws out a bunch of air. It goes flying past you guys, blasts a hole through the rotting wood and you stand there again. It keeps leaning. You look at each other leaning and then the whole thing starts to roll right on down wood goes shattering there's big crunching everywhere i need the three of you up front to make a reflex saving throws to avoid this is kind of like a defensive dodge maneuver that you're doing that'll be 17. 12. 12. the gold five all right <laughs> killian got a five killian i'm the one that's gonna get the bad rolls <laughs> previous where he smashed through wall. Uh, Killian is uh, bludgeoned by the roof that comes down hard upon you. You take two points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. The rest of you get covered with splinters and you're fine. You're sliding down on this outer wall section. The What used to be the roof and the far wall are either laying on pieces around you and sliding down in parallel or on top of Killian. You're sandwiched now and you're kind of separated. You have a couple of you on one larger wall and one or two of you on some smaller pieces, and someone was tied to someone. What was going on with that situation? Um, we're regretting doing that already. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I believe Iggy. I had a rope tied around Xanner. Okay. Snow is whipping past you. It's looking- <laughs> You're whipping through the forest. <laughs> <laughs> and go by, there are trees every so often that are coming by. And this is a freaking steep slope that you're going down. If there's no, there's barely any control at all. You're holding on. Chunks of wood are flying off even going by. Killian's shaking his head, the splinter's coming out. 
Ignal, you're on the largest piece of this wall and you look back and you're going slower than the others. You look behind you and you see two things. You see there is one wolf breaking off to the side, heading towards your cleric on his own chunk of wood. Two more wolves heading off towards the elf ranger on his own piece of wood. He's a little close to your bigger piece. And then a bunch, like three wolves closing in on your piece. The other big thing you see is right behind you, a couple feet, maybe eight feet, is a big-eyed small gnome in a panic who's just <laughs> bouncing around like one of those barrels from Jaws that's just getting pulled <laughs> behind recklessly. Uh, and he is slowing down your sled, yeah, allowing I'm those wolves to catch up. Pull him in. You're pulling him in? Yeah. All right, you spin around. You're sitting backwards on this yeah. mountain, and it is a tall mountain. Yeah, well. And you start pulling and pulling and pulling. Make an athletics roll, please. Uh, 24. 24 is a great pull. You yank him in just as one of these wolves comes right towards him to take a big snap and just gets nothing but air as you yank the uh, gnome sorcerer into your big sliding section. These, Thank you. These wolves <laughs> are, are not normal wolves. These are nasty-looking, ferocious things that are hell-bent on killing you guys and you guys alone. Idrisil, you've got two that are closing in on you. They are faster than your sledding can go. They start to sled a little bit, or they start running, and they are gaining on you. What would you like to do? I'm going to assume, since I've rolled pretty high here, that I'm surfing somewhat on my uh, I'm snowboarding on my on my piece of flank wood here. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to draw my weapon, and I'm going to draw my bow, I should say, and I'm going to just shoot at these two wolves Okay. while I'm surfing down, snowboarding down this mountain. Sounds good. So your first action is to draw, draw your bow. Yes. Second one is to take a shot. I'm going to take a shot at the, uh, I guess, the closest wolf to me. Ooh, that'll be a 17. 17 is a hit. How much damage? Four damage. Four damage. You hit that wolf. It tumbles in the snow, but it gets back up and is still alive. You have a second shot at a different wolf? Uh, yes, I'm going to take a shot at that second wolf. These are kind of just rapid fire. I don't, I'm not paying attention to kill it, you know, right away. Ooh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> Nice. Uh, that is, he, he, the bow has a bonus thing called deadly for extra damage on critical hits. It's 11 damage. 11 damage. Yes. That shot goes right through the skull of the second wolf and you send it burying its head into the ground and it flips over once and it is dead. Nice. Killian, you are, if we have this large chunk of wood in the middle with the sorcerer and barbarian in it mm -hmm. and we've got the elf on one side and his own piece, you're on the other side, and you're the farthest away. You're like Pluto out over there a little bit. All of you going down at breakneck speed. Mm -hmm. The ice is racing past you. You can see there is a bank of snow up ahead that's going to pose a bit of a challenge for you. And there is also a wolf that is rapidly gaining and is actually trying to get onto your chunk of wood. That dog. No. <laughs> sit. Sit. <laughs> Down. <Dude>. Off. <laughs> it rolls over. <laughs> what would you like to do? I am going to reach into a pouch, pull out some caltrips. Okay. And just toss them at the thing's feet. All right. You reach out, you toss some caltrips, and the creature is going to try and avoid whatever it is. No, it gets excited and moves towards whatever you're throwing. <laughs> get it, hold it, get it. it steps on one, bites at another, and it is out of action. Nicely done. Uh, you look behind you with this grin on your face, and that's down below, and see this huge snow embankment. Boom! You smash into it. I need you to make yet another reflex saving throw. This is another 
How can you survive the impact roll? Awesome. This will be fun. 21. That's good. No, I'm sorry. 19, 19. Okay. That's not, not as good. <laughs> that's just no, terrible. Sorry, that's good. That's good, but not terrible. All right. The snow explodes and you go flying right through it. You don't take any damage. You're slowed a bit, but then you start picking up more speed. You do notice as you pick up more speed, there's some big sections of maybe three foot diameter chunks of ice that are now slowly picking up speed oh, and coming up behind your that group. That can't be good. <laughs> uh, Xanner, what would you like to do? You guys still have about three wolves closing in on the big slab of door. All right. Uh, and, and we were slow, but we're a little bit faster, but there's two of us, so can't be much faster. On you're, that. You've, you're, you're doing all right. All right. How close are they? They, they, they are, almost snapped at me from, with the eight feet of rope. So and they got pulled in. They're about maybe 10 feet away is the closest. Away? Okay. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to... There are two that are really close coming right in. There's another one maybe 20 feet off to the side coming in. So those two right there, I'd, I'm going to point myself at them basically back to back with Iggy here. Okay. And I will, I, I'm going to hold my hands together in, in a short fist and a light blue aura starts glowing around me. And I zap with an electric arc mm. at, at the two wolves hitting, going for one and hitting towards the other. Do okay. you need to make a save on that one? All right. Kind of save it is that. It was a reflex save. They, for half. they are, appear to be fairly agile. A 13 and an 11. Those will both fail. Oh, take full damage. What's the damage? That is just six. Six points of damage uh, does not slay these creatures at all, but it is significant. Your lightning zaps them. There's a spark. There's even a little bit of smoke. They break off and they do not seem to be interested in this fight at the, at the current time. So nicely done. Iggy, Ignal. Um, boo, 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 boo. I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna uh, turn around and I'm gonna raise a big old bushy eyebrow, intimidating glare. Oh, with your uh, trying to moralize yeah. them. Nice. A 10? A 10. The wolf could not care less about your bushy eyebrow. Okay, and the other one right next to it, I'm going to raise the other eyebrow. Okay. And do the same thing. Fucking with the most. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're just boldly, heroically wiggling left eyebrows and right eye. Yep. Just like Lord of the Rings. And then Rings. I'm just going to turn around and put my head in my lap and do like. <laughs> Demoralize myself. <laughs> oh, you're gonna kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah. All right, uh, we are over with some wolf action. There is wounded, wounded. You've killed one, uh, Idrisil. There is another closing in. He's about thirty feet away and closing in rapidly. Idrisil, you also see there is some strange embankment of snow not too far away from where you're sliding towards. Do you want to deal with this wolf that's behind you or with this embankment of snow? Can you describe the embankment further? It appears to be just a little bit of a rise that comes up. Are you either going to get hit through it or you're going to get launched a couple feet? I want to go over it. Wanna, you want to go over I want to go over it and, you know, what I'm thinking is go over it while in the air, shoot at the wolf. <laughs> we can try. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to throw first so I succeed if I succeed at that. You know what I mean? All right. You're going to try and control the uh, sliding the, yeah, the wood piece, section. The you, wood, yes. You uh, squat down a little bit, lean out a foot, drag it in the right way to drag your, your vessel over there. Make a, geez, I don't know, survival roll for boating? What the heck would this be? Boating? Let's do survival. Boating? Uh, that'll be a 19. 19. <laughs> you are able to slide it into position right where the ice is the strongest. 
Your section of wall goes sliding right up it. The wolf comes really close. It hits the edge, goes flying through the air much higher than you thought it was going to be. Mm. And you are going out and out and out, and you don't even look down where you're going. And as you're falling backwards, you still have your bow out, and you can take a shot with a minus two at the wolf, which is also leaping through the air at the exact same time. Okay. I mean, natural 20. God, yes! <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah! That's how you do it. Yeah. You have one role playing right here. <laughs> wow. Let's just count the numbers, shall we? Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's a 20. 20 points, 20 of, points damage? of damage. Five, seven, wow. Eight. Okay, uh, that is a brutal shot that <laughs> pierces straight through into the mid. The arrow disappears into the beast Bank itself. Of snow, yeah. It collapses on the ground. And I'm going to even say with that 20, you hit the ground. This is a long drop. Yeah. You hit the ground. You don't crash in any way. And you're still standing with a big, stupid grin on your face as you <laughs> hit the snow. Just like I practiced. Stupid animal. <laughs> Come and get a piece. On the other side of this chaos is Killian. Killian, mm. you are sliding on your sled. There is a big chunk of ice that's rolling your way. And there is a wolf very close. So how close is the chunk of ice coming my way towards, uh, how close is that to the wolf as well? It, the, that's gonna catch the wolf Yeah, first, it'll, yep. it'll catch the wolf before you and it's about, a, about one turn away. Okay. So I'm going to toss myself down on my stomach, uh, facing away. I'm going to grab both ends, like at the front. Can you say we as you do all this, please? Wee! <laughs> it's more like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I'm going to die. Um, but yeah, and then I'm going to wait for the wolf to get wrapped up in the oh, okay. uh, ice. And then I'm going to lean real hard to the left. Um, and pull up with my right hand so I can steer this block of wood left towards the center where my other friends are at. Friends All right. Are at. Yeah. You lay down on your belly, start cursing and hoping this will work out. These And I'm just listening, waiting for the sound of the yelp okay. of the wolf and hopefully not feeling claws on my back first. There is such a yelp and you don't see it because you're looking ahead, but there is this Looney Tunes moment behind you of this <laughs> snowball that has just wrapped itself around the wolf. It's heading right towards as you as, as well. I hear that, and then I start- Make a survival roll for oh, any kind of control yeah. of this craft. That's going to be a 19. 19 is great. You pull out of the way. The wolf is winning the race and just keeps on going. And you're able to peel off to the left. You're peeling off a little too aggressively and you're coming in hard towards Xanner and Iggy on the larger piece of wood. Watch out! Come, he comes swinging over. Uh, Xander, what would you like to do? All right, so I just did the, the lightning bolt with the wolves behind me, and yes. he is coming into my left. Coming right? in hard to your left, swinging in. He's about to crash right into your craft. Should I be on the right? I'd be on their right. He's facing the other way. Oh, yeah. okay. He's backward. Uh, uh, Iggy, that's moving fast. I start reaching out my hand towards <laughs> <laughs> Help. 
I work to uh, see if I can pivot our table that we're on. And a pivot so, table? It, 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 as it were, <laughs> just, just a little VBS flip. I'm going to kick my uh, my feet and my body around, trying to push myself towards your shoulder to see if we can spin yeah. around. Move it. Okay, so I need you to make a athletics roll. You, the smallest person on the largest piece of chunk, you're going to yeah. do a minus three to this roll. I, I've, I have no concerns at all for my 10. No, four. <laughs> Okay. I do have a question. Yes. So this wooden table that they're on. Yes. Is it big enough for Jack or not? From Titanic. Oh. oh that was a door. Wow. wow. Yeah, that, that didn't kill the end. That was a door. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good effort. Good effort. All right, mark that shit. No, that is not getting marked. That stays for eternity. <laughs> That's going to be the opening for every episode from here on out. Oh, Our collective disappointment. Oh, God. <laughs> Great. All right. Um, I don't even want to role play right now. It's it, over. Is it, is it big enough for Killian to also be on there? It is. Or or will I just be hanging off the edge? It and... is. He tried to get the table action going, but it didn't work. This is actually a big chunk of the wall. This <laughs> is very much the you're rolling into it. I go, ah! They're on a big 10 by 8 section of wall. Okay. They're good. Yeah, it is big enough. You have totally failed, Xanner, to do anything. You've maneuvering around. You start to move your your wall around a little bit. You did get yourself out of the way of the initial impact, but you did you put Iggy, unfortunately, into the way. There is a collision, oh, and I need saving sorry. throws from Iggy and Killian as the small section hits Iggy. Reflex. What, what kind of saving throw? Reflex, please. Twelve. Twelve. Both of you guys get 12. You guys can take four points of bludgeoning damage each. A big, huge wood splinters. There's... Where the hell did you come from? Over there. You're now hugging each other (laughs) with snow blasting. And then as you guys are hugging each other, there's chaos. You see more wolves still closing in from behind. Speedily going past you all is this grinning elf pointing backwards, standing like he's surfing. (laughs) Like he's having the time of his life. And he waves as he goes by. There are just actually a few more wolves chasing after you guys. Iggy, you haven't gone in a bit. Did you want to try and wield some more eyebrows or something? There's one that is within swinging range. Oh, yes. As you've just gotten slowed down a bit by that impact. It's coming on a far side, so you have to toss Killian out of the way a little bit yeah. and then get over there. Okay. Okay. Uh, 22. Jeez. Oh, hold on. That might be a big critical. No, that's a hit. Four points of damage. Four points of damage is a wound. You smash the creature before it goes sailing off. You can get one more attack yep. with a minus five. Minus five? Yep. Hmm. Hmm, how about a zero? A zero <laughs> is a miss. That is a miss. But you did wound it. It goes flying off. And uh, Idrisil, we haven't seen you do anything in a little bit. Yeah, Idrisil, while he's uh, snowboarding down this mountain, you know, <laughs> bowing and waiting <sighs> at nobody but himself. Uh, <laughs> is um, So remind me of the exact situation. There's still one wounded on me. There's three. Nope. You've gotten all the wolves off of you. There are probably about two active wolves closing in on the main wall section where your three friends are at and you are ahead of them. I'm going to try to uh, put my foot into the snow and slow down a bit to catch pace with 
okay. with, with the table, and then I'm gonna, so that they're not in my way, so I'm gonna try to take out the wolves with my All right, shot. go for it. Just fishtail your back end. Yeah, yeah, so I, I fishtail a bit, stop, and I'm, hey guys, what's taking you so long? <laughs> do you want me to take care of them for you? I'll go ahead and do that. So I'm gonna shoot at one of the wolves. Arrogance before the die roll, yeah. I like it, go for it. Two natural 20s. He wonders why nobody likes them. Yeah. <laughs> Damned elf. Oh, that's a... Ten. Okay. <laughs> the arrogant shot hits the wood you guys are on. It goes twang. I still got two more. I still got two more. You can do some more. Let's go for a ten again. All right. <laughs> you hit the same spot. You're getting closer and closer to the cleric. Will you I look stop you it? right in the eye, pull the arrow out, and throw it away. <laughs> throw it back and eat it. One last shot. It's One more hopeful. Come on, glory. Natural twenty. What the Are heck? You serious? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> I'll use a different dice if you want me to use a different no. dice. <laughs> For the listeners at home, that's three natural twenties, not in a row, but three, wow. uh, with uh, three points of damage. All right, well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. With uh, fifteen points Jeez. of damage. That shot misses. You fire the shot, it misses, and right as Iggy threw the second arrow, you hit the second arrow and bounce that into <laughs> the wolf, killing it. You pause for a second, and then you look like you intended that the entire <laughs> time. Thanks, Eggos! That's all my actions. The large section that you guys are on is trying to be somewhat steered by the small uh, gnome in the back. You've got a, a kind of like a, a sword-wielding, defending barbarian going from side to side trying to hack. And then you've got this concerned new guest killing the cleric who's arrived. You're looking, you're the one looking forward mm -hmm. and you can see up ahead a long, wide bank, similar to what Idrisil had to deal with up ahead, and you see no no other side to it at all. Does this thing have seatbelts? There are no seatbelts <laughs> on this interior wall of the shack. Um, okay, so what's the situation? We have how many wolves left? There are four, but they are, one's close, the other three are not close. Okay, do I feel like I can slow this thing down somehow? How can you? That's a good question. You've got whatever at your disposal. Do you um, need it slowed down? Do we need to stop? There's still wolves. So is Iggy and the gnome still tied to each other? Yes. <laughs> no, no, there's no way. We yes. need some drag. <laughs> I'm right off. <laughs> He's enjoying that way too much. We said women and children first. Uh, hey, do we're not still tied together, tied but I do hand you my rope with a grappling hook on it. All right, they I'll are tied together. You guys still are tied together. You never, you never undid it. Can I make an action to We're still tied together? Cut the no, rope. Gillian's <laughs> choice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you push him off. You push the gnome off. You push me. <laughs> oh no. Again. And Xander, <laughs> you are now tumbling back over and over and over. You can't even see him. It's almost like when a water skier doesn't let go, <laughs> except it's snow just going off of his face. <laughs> 
This is a tightly knit party. <laughs> I'm just writing. Killian pulls a scar. Oh my god. Um, so Xander, I need you to take two points of bludgeoning damage and one point of shame. Oh. oh. Don't worry, I'll take care yeah. of that. Oh yeah. Where's the humiliated card to hand him? My pride. Uh, the, it, he, the good news is that he, he does slow it down considerably. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the most aerodynamic gnome. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and your large sliding wall section starts to slow and slow and slow. That brings two wolves. One leaps over Xander, not knowing that it's not an inanimate object, and <laughs> jumps onto the uh, onto your door section as it's heading right towards this edge. And uh, another one's right behind it, and they attack the cleric who's like grinning and then also feeling really guilty. <laughs> and then these two wolves come racing right up and attack. Uh, a 12 to hit. Miss. And a 27. That will be a critical. Critical hit. Ew. You have been hit for 15 points of damage, piercing oh. damage. And I am down. You are down. Killian is now dying. The jaws grab onto him and rip out a big chunk of his smiling face. <laughs> Using no stabilize. <laughs> now the bad news is he is now dying. You have dying level one, and because a critical just sent you over, you're dying two. two. If you get to dying five, you dead. are dead. This is a house rule we're doing. We go to dying five with this rule system. So each turn, you have a chance to get closer and closer to that dying five. Now, Ignal, you can do something as well as Xanner. You guys haven't done anything in a bit. This big sled, uh, sled, this wall section slowing down and heading towards this rise and then drop. And you've got two wolves right on top of the sled itself. What do you, what do you two want to do? I'm going to um, take a swipe at a wolf. Okay. Bring, bring Lucy down on top of one oh. of them with the 14. Is a miss. I'll try again with, uh, with the natural one. With a natural one. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to use a hero point. A hero point. With a, an 11. 11. Okay. You don't critically fumble. Uh, you swipe and you swipe, but the, the, the everything's too bouncy. Snow's blasting in My the face. My last action, I'm going to pull Xander back in. All right. Make an athletics roll. Uh, 25. Jeez. Oh, With one hand, you yank him up. Ah! Xander, you are on your feet. You look like a snowman. You're covered <laughs> in snow. You're, My plan worked perfectly. You're, you're about ready to start cursing at the cleric, but you see his lifeless eyes just there with this wolf on top of him. What? Uh, what would you like to do? You've got uh, two wolves right in their backs are to you right now. I will drop an electric arc right in between the two of them, hopefully not zapping myself in the process, covered in snow. All right, you zap. Um, again, light up in, in a bright blue aura going around, point my finger, just straight off the tip of the finger at the tail of the one closest to me and like a giant static shock. <laughs> you rub your feet for a couple seconds. <laughs> All right. Hair, all the balloons start sticking to me. Uh, I've got a 14 to resist it and then a 10 to resist it. Those are both fails. Dang, what's the damage? Uh, that is seven each. Seven each is brutal damage. You send huge shocks through both of those and they both bolt and leap off, leaving Killian alone. That's the good news. The bad news is you now come up the rise and come sailing off. 
the edge of this cliff and start flying off and over the edge of the mountain area. And everyone's just kind of slow motion sailing. As well as Idrisil, you're kind of following in your own little sled section. Uh, anything you want to do as you're sliding towards this edge? I want to... I want to see if I am big enough to... Uh, at least I'm trying to think if I can like bank them. Is there any side or any further less steep section? Is all total bank is all we can see? Uh, just drop as all as you can see. How Angle far drop. is the drop? It's about 50 feet. Ooh. 50 feet. An angled 50 feet. If everything lands right, it should be fine. If everything mm. lands right. If everyone lands right, it'll be okay. What do you want to do? You're heading towards the slope yourself. Interstill is heading towards the slope. I would like to take out my dagger and put it into the into the ground and try to slow myself. Okay, great. Uh, Make an athletics so, roll. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. 16. Ooh, excellent. That's a 21. 21. You're still on your on Sorry, your section of wood, right? Yes. And you kneel down, you dig your blade, and you start slowing yourself down. You also go off the edge, but you just drop a far less distance, and you maintain control. You hit the uh, slope on the other side, and you mm -hmm. continue sliding down. However, the giant vessel that's sailing through the air is not so lucky, and it is flying out. We need, as this is going through the air, we need Killian the Cleric to make a dying roll right now, please. 15 or higher? No, it's correct? 10 plus your dying level. Okay, so 12 or higher. 12 or higher. 10, so. All right, you're now at three. dying level three. <clears throat> oh my gosh. All right. As he's sailing through the air, um, any last minute wishes? Yeah, I want to grab him? onto him and like pull him in. On the Killian? Yeah. Okay. Now, if I can grab onto both of them. You can. Yeah, I'll do that. Which works great because I was also going to grab onto him. Yeah. So I'll it's just a like, three-person group hug, hug yeah. with one being a ragdoll. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Xander's holding onto him and then Iggy's like, run, bringing around both of them. It's amazing. While we're being held... I, I look like I'm in prayer form. I don't don't pray to care hell, but I will glow white and stabilize. Stabilize the priests. All right. Yep. You do some stabilizing magic, and that removes his dying condition. He's still unconscious, but he's no longer dying. Let's wait till we land. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right? You gain the wounded yeah. uh, condition now, but you're no longer dying. Good job. Okay. Flying through the air in slow motion, the large wall section comes down and down and down. You can see Idrisil as you look where they're headed, the angle, they're just gonna like dart it right into the snow. Uh, you're <laughs> like, oh, the angle's gonna be good. No, it's not. And as your section hits, you're all bundled together like some sort of Mars rover landing yeah. with balloon impacts. <laughs> the, the wall section hits and just shatters and snaps like old <laughs> toothpicks. And in slow motion, you all go flying hard into the snow. I need everyone but the unconscious Killian uh, to make a reflex saving throw. Xanner and Ignal. 24. Ooh. 21. Okay. You guys each take two points of damage or you can each take five points of damage and Killian takes none. I'll take five. I will take five. Okay. I like the pause. I'm like, mm. he did it. <laughs> you two guys hold him tight. You kind of roll as and absorb the majority of the impact. Both of you take extra damage as you hit this hard uh, icy uh, slope. 
you crash into it. You guys start rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. You're still holding on. You hope he's still alive. Uh, Ignal, you're sure that he's dead at this point. You lose hold of each other. You're scrambling snow and everything's blinding. And then everything starts coming to a slow, kind of gentle spinning stop as the slope kind of finally evens out. Xander, you look over, you see Killian is alive. There's breath coming out of his mouth, but he's unconscious. Iggy is shaking his head like a dog. Looking back up, you can see that rise way up there. You just launched off. There's a couple of those wolves howling off of there, but they're too far away and they do not pursue. And then with just this ease and arrogant confidence, the elf just slides right up to you guys, standing on his in perfect, perfect form. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Kill him! Kill him! What's happened to him? You, I wasn't really paying attention. It'll be all right. We just need to... Let's let's get in the tree line and uh, take take a few minutes. Yeah, it's not going to take the wolves long to get catch up to us, isn't it? You guys grab Killian. You get to some cover. So I'd like to do like a a, a medicine like in that hour long sure. thing. Okay, and we have the how much you heal five, five five points to everybody. All right, everyone heals five health from the medical kit from your dwarf. You spend time tending to everyone. Idrisil, you're keeping an eye on things for any I'm wolf coming. I'm just filing my nails, you know. <laughs> just, I would like to gather some of the splinters of wood and take them with me. If okay. I can, for arrows. All right. And uh, Idrisil, you still have in your possession the bundle of uh, arrows. This is a special type of white wood. Uh, oh, I was holding that the whole time while, yeah, doing, so all, totally. <laughs> while doing all these things. You had it slung over your back. You have that, which was a nice prize you uh, snuck away from the uh, wizard's camp up above. And you also have the main reason here. You've recovered coins that were taken from merchants that sent you on this quest. It is the next day. And you guys are walking into the town of Edlin Home. You have left the snowy mountains behind and it is still cold. It's blustery. There's a wind. But here you're arriving at a kind of a small town. It's about 30 or so buildings along a kind of a, an arc shaped road with a river that runs through it. There is a small lake or large pond that's in the middle of town with a cluster of different uh, homes around it. There's a lodge that's big and tall that has some warm, welcoming hearth firelight coming through the windows. There's very few stores, but as you guys are approaching, it's very welcoming and um, to be back towards your home. This is where you live. You walk up to the lodge itself. It is called the Thankful Lodge. You guys um, start divvying up your rations and your equipment. You've had some time to rest a bit overnight. You're all healed up. Uh, not too much uh, worse for the wear. And you find as you approach the lodge, the door opens and out comes the uh, merchant. Uh, Romer is his name. And he comes up and says, oh, you made it. You're alive. We did, are. Did you have any doubt? I wasn't sure. I, I, when we're talking about wizards robbing us on our way, I didn't think anyone could handle handle such a thing. And that looks like my sack. 
Yes, yes, got it without uh, without any trouble at all whatsoever. He holds out his hands. <laughs> Killian gives Idrisil a dark look. <laughs> There's still wolf teeth yeah, in your neck. Exactly. <laughs> can I can I have it? Yeah, sure. How about uh, maybe a, can we get, maybe get a drink first, a cup of tea, perhaps the mail. I know some very good people at the Ember Lantern right around the, the way, and we can get right in there and I get everybody the drinks. I think we should do that. So come with us. Come on. Oh, uh, all right. And he comes with you. And you guys head around the lake to the other side to a place called the Ember Lantern. This is a small tavern. It's really the only tavern in town. It's kind of run down. It's not really good. You open up the doors and head inside. This is a place that most locals really don't visit too often. It's more for the, the travelers that come and go. The place is fairly run down, um, but it's it's the only tavern in town. Inside is a older gnome um, barkeep named Tannel, who is actually your sorcerer's father. And Tannel's Tannel. Tanner. T-A-N-A-L. Tanner. Tanner. Tanner was my grandfather. Tanner says, you're back. Yeah. On, F, uh, on one of those silly adventures. Not so silly. Look what we did. We saved the day and helped this guy get his gold back. That's true, says the merchant. I'll, I'll buy drinks for them all. Can I have the sack, please? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Here you go. He takes the sack and he looks at it and smiles and he opens it up and he counts and he counts and he counts the coins. And he buys, throws some coins out to for the drinks and says, I think, uh, how, how about this for a bit of a finder's fee? And he counts out 15 silver coins for each of the four. of. Thank each. you very much. Yes. Let me ask you, Romer. How are you at dice? Uh... Um, I'm not so good, but I, I can't play. I, I can't wager any any of this. This is this is to get us on our way. I can't lose this. Well, I was just going to offer you some of mine if you wanted. I'm not very good either. I think I'll just take the drink. Thanks. And he takes a quick drink to get his uh, way out of there quickly. Is everything all right, Rama? Yes. I'm just I'm just eager to be going. All right. We'll come by later then. Um, Xanner, you go behind the bar, you make sure everyone has their drinks, you work here in your off time when you're not slaying snow wizard wolves, and uh, your father's there, and he's uh, got the rag, and he's cleaning the mug type of bar thing. Bar wench by day. <laughs> <coughs> he comes everyone over and says, Xanner, you've, you've, you can't uh, keep doing this, you're going to get yourself killed. Pop-Pop, remember what Mom said. A wasted gift is spoiled food. Damn. You not here would break your mother's heart. God rest her soul, wherever that bitch is living with that lumberer. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We promise. (laughs) Dark (laughs) bad. Listen, Tonsil, your son, uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. We needed him. He was an excellent help. Come with me to the back. He ignores you, Idrisel, and pulls his son into the Ah, back room. Looks like we've got another... It's cramped in there. Questionable guy. (laughs) Xander, look, I understand you. You have this 
fun little magic type thing you like to do from now and again. And it's, it's good to entertain our guests, but there's no future in it. You're in your future right here. You're standing as your feet are sticking to the floor for some reason. You're standing in your future. Pop, pop, look what I can do. At that moment, I let my hand glow orange and a, a ball of fire appears in my palm. <laughs> this is not something that happens here. This is a special thing. I can't just use this and let it go to waste inside this ember lantern. I have places that need me. I need you here. He closes your hand to close the fire away. I need you here. This is, this is your legacy. Look, he pulls you back out into the main room. If you play your cards right, all of this can be yours. And it's like five misshapen tables. There's barrel for chairs, the smell of beer and urine. And the only sound is an old man snoring in the table in a corner. You're going to throw all of this away? Pop-Pop, you may not understand this now, but I can be the defender of Edlin Holm. I could be a protector of Navir. I can be a hero, Pop-Pop. I don't have to listen to the stories anymore. I don't have to read all of the books. I could be in the books. I could be telling my own stories and I can't do it here. You're I'm breaking my heart. <laughs> he says, we don't need a, a defender. We need, we need those tables clean. And he walks away, shaking his head. <sighs> I reach over slowly, pick up the rag from exactly <laughs> where it is, and start walking over to the tables. All right. What would you guys like to do? Uh, Killian will say his temporary farewells and um, head towards the temple of Karahel okay. um, to the northwest of town, um, promising to meet up later. Yeah, yeah, Idris was going to do the same thing, but he's going to head back to his home with... Uh, Are you going to come pray at the temple? <laughs> not going to go to the temple. He's going to go to see Pormer, his, <laughs> his old archery uh, teacher and trainer. All right. Yeah. Ignil's going to head to the Thinkwell Lodge to check in and see what uh, see what they need done. Okay. Uh, Idrisil, you head off to Portmer's house. Portmer is a old ranger, archer, who uh, can't get around well anymore. You, you've been taken up by him for some training over the last year or so and have a just a small cot in a back room as your place there. You come striding up to his place. Uh, out in the back are different targets that he's got set up for the different training he does. Uh, as you approach, he is just firing off this shot that's 100 yards off and nails an orange and sends it flying even further, even with you introducing yourself loudly or intentionally right as he makes that shot. He turns around with a smile and hobbles over. Hey, but... Of course. Idrisil. How's it going, old man? Another good adventure, I take it. Yeah, yeah. You know, successful as always, you would be very impressed with the athleticism I have achieved. Did you actually land any shots this time? You know it, Portman. I only missed a couple, but I made up for those in strength. Right inside. It's cold. It's cold out. Right. You head inside. He says uh, he gets some warm... Um, something or other out for you guys, some warm stew, and puts it in some simple bowls. 
I think I see some white wooden shafts there. That's right, Portimer. I got the bundle of wood just as you asked. Splendid. These are normally used for targeting practice uh, for arrows and competitions and such, but uh, they don't tend to last long, so I'm grateful to have them. Thank you. And he- well, I was I was surprised at how light they were for the amount of uh, for the amount that we have here. Got some weird wolf fur in these, but no, these will be great. Wonderful. Here, take this in in exchange. And he hands you a small piece of cloth with something wrapped inside. Oh, thank you, Master. And I uh, unfurl the cloth. And what do we have here? Inside is a jade cat, a small figurine that's inside. It's something that uh, I've collected in my days. It might be of use to you. Oh, this is magnificent, Master. uh, If you find yourself in a bit of a tumble or falling, which I'm sure will never happen in your adventures, but if you do, uh, one time this might help you uh, land on your feet. I will keep it with care and I pin it to my uh, lapel, just so. And then I take a second look at the cloth and I uh, examine it and it seems to be quite fine compared to the things he normally gives me. Yep. Uh, it, other than that, the cloth is completely devoid of anything on it. Oh, very nice. He says, here, uh, why don't you have this as well? And he hit, gives you a small uh, metal vial. He says, Ooh. this is a elixir of life to help some of your scrapes and wounds uh, in your adventures. I think it might suit you more than, than I. Oh, thank you, Master. Killian might love this. <laughs> uh, I believe uh, Queenly, the town surgeon, she has a few more for sale if you ever have. Oh, very good, Master. All right, well, I've got to get some rest and enjoy my cheer. Of course. Don't forget your practice. Never can, Master. You have me out there before sunrise every morning. Killian, yeah. you are walking through. Through the small town, you see a local farmer rolling a cart down the road with tools that waves at you. Arrow, how bless you. And uh, you walk off the road and make your way towards a forest and go through a small path to the Temple of Karahel. This temple is really tall. It's way larger than this town should be able to support. It's with amazing architecture of great design. It's really designed for a huge city, but for some reason they built it here in a clearing inside the woods. Uh, Karahel is your goddess. She is known as the goddess of healing and support, and also there's a huge focus on literature, writing, and knowledge. The, The people, the clergy who work here are maybe religious leaders. There's a whole bunch of scribes and copyists and writers and illuminators that work on books and uh, house them in a library down below. And then there is a different class of priests called the Wayfarers, of which you are the only one here in town who go about spreading the word of Karahel, healing and uh, protecting the countryside. So you, ha- even though you're low rank, you kind of have this slightly higher stature than mm-hmm. some of the other bookworms, if you will. Right, right. Uh, two uh, young acolytes open the big, giant, two-story doors with big heaves and nod as you come on inside uh, to the Temple of Karahel. Inside, as you start to walk, the floor is covered in this black ink effect. It's still stone. It's almost a bright gray stone, but the floor has this 
almost blackish flowing river visual effect that's magical from the blessings of this temple. And as you walk, it creates this little bend around you as though it's parting water, as though you're a boulder walking through this water effect. As you walk into the temple proper, there's a, a chamber to the left and a chamber to the right, one for uh, everyday worshipers and then one for the actual clergy themselves, which you head to. Mm-hmm. In there is a stone little pillar with a stone bowl with some water. You wash your hands in as respect for entering the uh, temple and you give some small little minor prayer there. Uh, that gives you two temporary hit points for the rest of the day and yeah. gives you plus one to your next spell that you cast. No, there's no time duration on that. Just plus one to your next spell that you cast. Fantastic. And as you leave that little chamber heading further into the temple, you see on the tiny little corridor, long corridor going down, there's small uh, lines coming out of this ink effect on the ground that comes swirling into the wall around you. And they kind of flow around into a weird spiraling shape before briefly taking the form of a few words on the wall. The words read, three lights in the darkness glowing brighter. It reads three dark, three lights in the darkness glowing brighter right next to you as you go by. And then they kind of just shatter and fade away like dust in the wind. Uh, Killian will um, turn and bow his head and um, thank Karahel, um, open up his holy book and jot down um, three lights in the darkness glowing brighter and, you know, give the little cross of, you know, sign of his God and, and then continue on his way. Okay. Uh, where are you headed? <clears throat> to your room? Relax? Uh, check in with the high priest, I suppose, would be... Sure. Um, protocol. Okay. You know, because... Stuff. Yeah, you go to the high <laughs> priest, Morig. He's a uh, dwarf. He wears the simple robe with a... Uh, maybe a different colored braided belt uh, like you do. He, you come into his, his office, it's filled with uh, those book pedestal things with multiple old, thick, big books on them. He's got scattered with those big, huge, maybe uh, satin or vellum bookmarks in between them. And he's standing up reading something and he, he looks up to you. He's got this um, monocle he uses to read better. It's Wayfarer, Wayfarer Fennel. High Priest Morag. You have returned. Indeed. You've done good work for Carahel, I assume. We have, um, like my companions and I have, um, recovered items that were stolen from some merchants in town. And we have dealt with some, some creatures of, of ill repute. That is good. I am glad to hear that. Is that a, is that a wolf tooth sticking out of your shoulder blade? I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good. He flicks it off. <laughs> good. <clears throat> well, I'm glad to hear that. I know you've brought some works here uh, to submit to our library, and you are certainly a competent uh, a writer in your own uh, mark, <clears throat> but we are grateful to have here in town a, a proper wayfarer to look after the town. Thank you. I will let you know if I hear anything out of the ordinary. Um, beyond that, I wish you well in your path with the priest, with the goddess. 
Thank you, High Priest. And I'll drop um, eight silver, which is just over half. Just of... throw it at his feet. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, a small pouch of eight silver I set down on the desk. And Let's that's... say that there's like a donation area somewhere yeah. else. Okay. okay, okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Oh, and as you leave, he says, oh, there is one thing I'd tell you to keep an ear out for. I've been hearing some rumors of some sort of a uh, witch out there that's been rumored to be um, after children and scaring people out and out on the road. I don't haven't heard much, and I think it might be stories that the new the new arrivals in town might be passing along. But keep your ears open. Oh, indeed, I will. It sounds like just you know typical urban legend, but who knows? Of course. And you head to your own quarters to relax. Iggy, you approach the Thankful Lodge. This is where you work in your off time and you have a small little room in the back. Uh, You're here to drop off your stuff, check in, but you're eager to get back to the tavern to hang out and chat with your friends. As soon as you come in the doors, you see this lodge. It is three stories tall. It's got tons of rooms. Uh, if you're coming into town to stay, this is the place to be. It's all this great hall you first come into is tons of thick, giant logs everywhere. It's got some step-down tiered center space with a bunch of cushiony couches around a fire pit in the middle that looks fantastic. There's also a restaurant attached off to the side. It's got the best food in town, except for the home-cooked food. Doesn't have any drinks per se. It's not a tavern, but it's the place to relax. And as soon as you uh, come inside, um, you are greeted by the owner of the place. He says, welcome to the thing. Oh, it's you, Ignal. It sure is. Well, uh, welcome back. We've got uh, plenty for you to do. Okay. Let me let me just drop some stuff off of my room and I'll get to it. Of course. And he gives you a list of chopping wood and moving around some tables. And if you can clean some rooms and you're just kind of like, man, I just risked my life and now I'm going to do yeah. that. Uh, all right. Okay. So, yeah, I'll uh, I'll drop my, my bag off and get to chopping firewood. Okay. You get busy with firewood. As you're doing that, the uh, owner's wife, Marpin, she's there. She's a slightly heavyset lady who's absolutely lovable. She pulls you away from that and gets you some uh, hot apple cider that's uh, spiked with a little something-something. And she says, oh, it's so good to see you back. It's so good to see you too, Marpin. Come give Thank me a you. hug. And then give her a hug. Oh, it's so good. I'm glad you're safe. Uh, are you going to be staying in town long? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, be safe out there and keep an eye on your friends. And remember, they're always welcome here. Very good. Thank you. I better get back to it or Cyril's going to get after me. And she goes off to yell at him for making you work so hard <laughs> as soon as you get back. It is nighttime. And you have all gathered at the Ember Lantern. It is cold outside. Wind is blasting, um, but uh, there's a warm fire still inside the Ember Lantern. The Again, the tavern is, it's big, but it's got just like five tables. There's a few um, uh, travelers that are here. There's a couple miners that are here. Uh, 
Xanar, you're here uh, making sure drinks are attended to. It's kind of boring. You see the priest, your friend, Killian, walk in, and he has another priest along with him. You have brought a new arrival in town um, who has just arrived, and he's looking to relax and kind of see what's going on with the town. Welcome in. What can I get you? Uh, can I have uh, something uh, not too not too strong? I've got mead, I've got half mead, and I've got double mead. What would you recommend? Goat's milk. I'll have some goat's milk. <laughs> I'm I'm acolyte Lofio, by the way. Welcome, Lofio. Well, thank you. Goat's milk on the way. Gillian, usual. The goat's milk, yes. <sighs> All right. <laughs> And Lofio just starts chatting with anyone he can. He's talking with Xanner. He's talking with your your dad, Xanner. He's going to the old guy who's just now waking up at table five. He's just trying to get to know the town. He's brand new. Also here at the tavern is uh, Idrisil, who comes in with uh, Iggy. You both are here. And you guys uh, sit down and enjoy some drinks. Another round. Doubles for both. Yeah, of course. I'll take a quadruple. <laughs> double two, double. two doubles. Okay. <laughs> and you guys have a fun, relaxing evening, sp- spending some of your uh, well-gotten gains. There, couple, an hour or two go by, and Xanner, uh, doing your best bartending work. You're behind the bar, uh, cleaning your mug. You're chatting with a uh, lumberjack who comes by the town from town from time to time. And he says, yeah, I, I saw some uh, beast out there, out in the sky. Sky, you say? Yeah, I tell you what I saw. You want to know what I saw? You tell me all about it. It was, it was a dragon. No, it wasn't. It was a small dragon then. I'm going to cut you off. No, it was dragon-like. How exactly dragon-like was it? It had wings. Right, it's a good bird. <laughs> it, it had it had shiny scales that were bluish. A blue bird. No, it was big and it was off in the distance. How far in the distance? Are you saying it was small and very close? I'm just saying it maybe. was big and there were two of them. I tell you, the sky is haunted by these dragons. How, and, all right, so you've seen two dragons, same time. Yes. Today. No. Yesterday. No. Yeah, day before. No. All right. Did, <laughs> let's. Uh, how long ago was it? Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. All right. Okay, so it was yesterday. You saw two birds. There were dragons, mini dragons. What constantly? What What gives you the impression that they were dragons? They were flying, big, flappy wings. They were screeching. I, I wouldn't head up north if I were you. Up north, you say? Yes. Maybe it was two days ago. All right. <laughs> you have an excellent imagination. I am very excited about you. Another one for you. Oh, the door opens up. You think it's the wind that blasts it open, but it's not. Instead, it is a small figure, a small goblin enters the Ember Lantern. There are goblins out there in the wilds that will chase you down and try and hunt you down and kill you. There are also a few that have been accepted into society. They're kind of looked down upon from time to time. 
but one of these strides in. He's got um, a, a big floppy hat on, a big toothy, uh, you can't tell if it's a grin or a snarl, but he looks cold when he steps inside. Uh, Iggy sees this and slaps his hand down hard on the table. Well, 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 what do we have here? Oh, great. What are you doing here, Xander? You're letting orcs into your establishment? Get out of here, you little ugly, you little Iggy, ugly orc. Iggy, Iggy, no, relax. No, pah. Iggy, we can't do this every time. He's getting, he's, I'm tossing him out. Iggy, it's not your place to do that. Let Xander handle it. Lofio, this is a great time to intercede here. So step in between them. Oh, what? No! <laughs> this and is I, our job. Iggy, if you start this one more time, I swear we'll blast you out of here. I start pushing No, no, Lofio. not this This time. Look at him. He's a little orc. He's going to cause trouble. I'm going to just stop it right now he's, before he can do anything. He's not going to cause any trouble. He is. Look at him. He's not going to cause any trouble. He's a little ugly bastard. Look at you. Yeah, look at him. Lofio, get in there. The entire, everyone in the bar is watching the situation. The young priest Lofio is just in a panic and he's running behind you. I was just trying to push, but I'm getting pushed as as you're just walking towards him. I'm standing up now on top of the bar. Iggy, come on! No, no, get out of my way! Iggy, stop! I'm gonna get this bastard, I'm gonna get him! Mate, you might wanna get out of here! I point my finger at Iggy and I turn bright blue. Iggy, last warning. Look at him! The small figure stops his walk towards the bar and turns towards Iggy. Oh, you turning on me now, ugly? Come on, smelly. Let's go. And the hooded figure walks up towards Iggy. And I, I rush right into you and I pick you up and uh, give you a giant hug. Yeah, and it big, just gets knocked out of the way. A big smack on the cheek. Hang on. Oh, I zap you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, After I, the kiss, you zap me. I absolutely electric arc you as you are bull rushing him for sorry seven eight mm. damage. Okay. Jeez. What? what the hell? I warned you. This is my friend. Holy I was shit. just. Uh, <laughs> I was just. I was just joshing you guys all a little. Your inaction, Lofio, has caused this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm learning so much. No, I'll leave the young guy alone, and I take my arm, and I wrap Iggy, it around. What the hell is happening over here? Uh, I, I have some asshole friends here. You okay. understand. Uh, Jix. This is Jix. I point to uh, the gnome. This is Xanner. This is Killian. This is Idrisel. And I don't know who the little... the the other priest is. But... I'm not important, no. <laughs> yeah, that's you mean right. to tell me you knew him the entire time? Yeah, yeah, we go way back. <sighs> He's not an orc, by the oh, way. Oh, cool off, Adjusil. It's fine. <laughs> God. <laughs> Keep doing this to me, guys. It's not fair. It's kind right. of funny. You should look at your face right now. All right. I guess this means the next round's on You know me. what the hell's not funny, though, is me getting blasted in the ass. I, another Zanner. drink coming up. Some friends you got there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The next <laughs> one's on you, Zana. All right. I bring in the double mead for you, a single mead for you, and Idrisil, you get some goat's milk. Why do you think I get a single mead? <laughs> what do I get the goat's milk for? I'm, a, I'm lactose intolerant. 
And goblin and I wash a double meat down just like anyone. You take his drink. I'll take his drink. Does Lofio has any does Lofio have any healing abilities whatsoever? Uh you don't know. You don't know. Jix pops out an elixir life and hands it to Iggy. Here, drink just shop. Okay, okay, and I mix it into my mead and then I slam it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, whatever. Give me a mix, mix it a little better. It tastes like heavily a wintergreen menthol type yeah. flavor to it. What's this going to do to me? Yeah, what does it do? I don't know, I'm, re- I'm eating. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I guess you seven health points. <laughs> you healed him seven? Very yeah. good. All right. There's just a small little burn mark on your butt. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here, little buddy? Oh, I'm I'm just passing through. I I uh I got some things uh, kind of crossed off my list, and uh this this little you see me one of them. <laughs> what? Was seeing me one of the things you had to do? No, well, oh, yeah. Well, hold on. Yep, right there on the list. He just wrote his name. You're so full of shit. Wait a second. I'm going to do a perception check on that. (laughs) Well, it's good to see you. Good to see you. It's been ages. You too. What what have you been up to? Uh, I I fell in here pretty good. Uh, You know, um, we go adventuring a little bit and making some coin here and there. I work at the the lodge. Uh, I'll get you a room tonight. Oh, the, the, the lodge over on uh, across the pond there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a room. I just walked across the pond afterwards. You, you, bar- uh, you walked it? across I, it? I don't know. It's, I'm not that wet. Anyways, come join our table. Come on. Sounds good. You join the table. You guys have some fun. And I believe there was some moderately heavy drinking going on. Who would like to do some moderately heavy drinking? Ooh. Oh, a bunch of hands. Oh, three hands are going so Idriso sees that Iggy's trying. Podcast. Yeah, Idriso sees that Iggy is getting quadruples, and that's not fair. Come on, I gotta catch up. You, Xander uh, joined the table with the tray of drinks. Oh, okay. That's when I sat down, with that, you get to join for sure. Then, if you're bringing the drinks, yeah. all right. The three of you then make fortitude saving throws. I thought the goblin was also going to do some drinking. Oh yeah, yeah go for it. Fortitude oh, oh, saving yeah. throws for the. Overall nightly drinking. Oh, that's a 12. Ooh, that's a 19. That's good. 27. What? Uh, nine. Okay. The goblin, oh, sorry, the goblin's struggling early on and there's mm-hmm. more of those, I love you guys type of <laughs> moments. Uh, and Iggy, you're just pounding them down uh, without yeah. hesitation. And the night you guys are having a great time. You're swapping some old stories. You guys get to know there's a little bit of a history between Iggy and the new goblin arrival, Jix. How do you guys know each other in the past? Uh, we've kind of just, I mean. Oh, you should have been there. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we've, we've helped each other out partners. here and there. He knew my dad. You felt each other up? What? Yes. <laughs> uh, he knew my father and kind of just ran into each other here and there over the years. All right. During the night's fun and relaxation, the door opens up a couple times for some people to come and go. There are some uh, miners that make their way through town that are having a great time with uh, Acolyte Lofio, and he's having some fun with them. And also- Keeping an eye on him. Are you? Uh, Yeah, making sure that he's not, you know, doing anything um, stupid. All right, everything seems to be going great with him, but you are distracted when uh, the door opens up and in comes Voldis. This is a human male, a strong guy. He is the town blacksmith and the town mayor. 
he comes striding in, walks over, and uh, has uh, your father, Tannel, uh, get him a quick drink. And he then walks over to the table with the group and says, uh, boys. Boldest! Oh, bless you. Uh, Wayfair, uh, can I have a moment of your time? Of course. Stand up and... He uh, goes over to a table. You guys sit down at the table with the now sleeping again old man. Um, and he's out. And he sits down there. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I dropped by the temple yesterday, but, uh, you were not available. I heard you were back in town. I, indeed I am. I... Uh, things here in town have gotten a little busy the last few months, and I'm I'm doing some work on a project of mine to uh, uh, kind of keep things in check, and I don't have a good a good plan all the way through, and I'm I'm kind of essentially building bars for a cell as we run into trouble from time to time, and I'm kind of embarrassed that our town might need a place for ne'er-do-wells, but... Who is it that we've had to incarcerate? Um, no one specifically yet, but we've had some some drunk issues with some travelers or miners that I've had to come in and deal with. Um, Xanner has uh, had uh, uh, that uh, dwarf Heavybringer come from the lodge over to here and uh, toss out a couple folks. I just, I just want to be prepared. You have any recommendations? I assume the temple won't have anything like this constructed over there. I'm thinking it's uh, going to be a 10 by 10 cell, iron bars. The, the temple does have some uh, secure rooms for the uh, higher value tombs. Uh, we can take a look at the construction of that. Oh. Uh, it's uh, different, but should serve. Well, maybe I'll uh, drop by and speak to the uh, High Priest Morg. Hi. Uh, but that's not why I'm here. I, I ran into a farmer the other day. He came by <clears throat> and uh, mentioned there was some uh, trouble over at the Bottom Hill Farms. Bottom Hill, I've not heard of it. It's, uh, they're... Up north, a couple hours travel. They're not part of Edlin home here, but they kind of are, and they come in from time to time. And uh, this was uh, a Wheeler was his last name, and he said there was some sort of dispute they're having at the farm, and uh, they could use some uh, someone to come and settle things. Asked for me to to pass judgment, if you will, but I just don't have. The energy for such a thing. So you'd like me to become the mayor then? Uh, I'd like you to continue being a wayfarer. <laughs> I think you have some clout. You've got some weight. You could maybe head uh, up there and uh, use a little bit of diplomacy to resolve the situation. Yes, certainly. I would certainly go up there. Well, it's, it's appreciated. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, God. Yeah, what, dicks. What, what kind of farmer... Farms at the bottom of a hill. Uh, what kind of farmer? A shit farmer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. Cause shit rolls downhill. (laughs) Hey, where did Killian go? (laughs) 
I'm like, I'm like, put my hood Your up. Hood up. I don't know these guys. My ears just kind of twitch in every direction <laughs> to, to locate him. Avolda uh, stands up and says, "Well, uh, uh, Fennel, I, uh, I, I certainly appreciate it, and your your efforts, and the efforts of." He looks over at the ramshackle bunch of drunk idiots at the far end of the tavern. I sort of just look away at <laughs> Jake smiles his big gobbliny toothy grin. The efforts of your friends uh, do not go unnoticed. The town appreciates it. We are all in our own way servants of Karel, though they don't know it. He uh, takes a huge drink from his tankard, slams it down, and says, uh, to Karel then. And off he goes. Yeah, okay. I uh, sneak out of the tavern. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back over to the table and All sit right. down. Kill yeah. They are plastered, except for Iggy. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so the mayor asked me to uh, check out a, a dispute up at the Wheeler Farm in Bottom Hill. Ugh. Hey, Killian. <laughs> Have you heard this one? Shot me if you have. Hey, this is a great one. Yeah, I've it's, heard it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was the right choice. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, what kind of dispute? It's uh, very short on details, but... I You're was... very short on details. Those guys heard are... that one before. I'm a gnome. Those guys at Bottom Elk are kind of racist. They don't like me. What, what is... Palmer takes me there once a week to train the wee girl. I hate that. You know, just because people don't like you does not necessarily mean they're racist. It just means that you're an True. asshole. I might be just drunk. <laughs> Did you say that somebody doesn't like me? <laughs> no, you're good. Everybody, li- everybody likes you, Jicks. I'm Xana. Xana, shit. <laughs> Someone's going to I'm Jicks. Xana, yeah. You shithead. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, Windy, uh, Windy, you want to go check us out? Maybe when you all are sober tomorrow. But that's good. I'm good. That's good. Let's go. Now, Standing up. Let me get my, get my bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like pantomiming bow shots, just like the archer. I hold up my hand and just kind of sparks a little bit now and then. It's like, it's, it's, it's time to get it up, but I'm getting there. Just give me, give me. A little limp spark. <laughs> hey, hey, Jix, what, uh, what, are your, what are your plans for the near future? You want to you wanna come on an adventure? Oh, Jix. Uh, jicks, 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 you guys, Killian's robes are swishing out the door. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> it is the next day, and Xanner, uh, you are you wake up uh, cleaning the table. You're just rubbing some. Uh, yeah, I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. Uh, you notice there is uh, Idrisil, has, he looks like he's dead, just laying back on his chair, <laughs> drool coming out of the side of his mouth. 
There is a goblin curled up at your feet like a big fat cat snoring loudly and sitting next to you, staring at you bone dry as Iggy. Just totally fine staying right there. (laughs) How long have you been looking at me? Uh, a couple hours. <laughs> it is morning. There's bright light coming through the windows. The place is pretty much in. I feel like there was something we were going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to go help uh, uh, Killian with uh, Little Manor that the mayor want, uh, asked him to look into. Oh, the shit farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shit farmer. That's right. God. Hey Not guys! This time Killian comes, <laughs> come back in, strolling back in. All right, yeah. fully equipped, ready to go. Yep. Are you boys ready? Ready as will ever be. Me 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 me. I very gently tip the chair back on uh, Idrisil. All right. <laughs> what happens? Did I be Iggy this time? You drop out of that level of inception <laughs> and come. <laughs> <laughs> I was an old man. <laughs> it was a hundred years. <laughs> Did I beat Iggy this time? <laughs> no, you'll never beat Iggy. Oh, come on. There's a big eye on your forehead you can't see. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. oh, hey, oh, hey, um, me, me, hang me, on, me. I have a thing. Oh, craps. Iggy, wake the goblin up. I go behind the bar. Okay. I grab the uh, blue vial. It's a small vial. It's it's not a very large drink, and and I pour out a little bit of quarter shot into each one and fill the rest of it with water. Okay. Here, 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 here. Boom. I wake up the goblin. How do you, how do you do that? <laughs> oh, I just pick him up by his ear. It's like three inches off the ground and drop. Him. Okay. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. <laughs> he says that every morning. Everybody. It's true. There's never eggs and bakey. You never grab a goblin by his ear. Well, it's already done. Sorry. You know what that does to them? <laughs> that ear is fully erect. <laughs> the other's all floppy. Uh-huh. It's an erogenous zone. <laughs> Here, uh, uh, drink this. Xander gave it to you. It well, should help with your head. Willow White. What, what is this? It's Willow White. What? Willow White. It, it helps you feel better. It's Willow White. Can I kind of go back to sleep? Nope. Remember, we're going to go on an adventure. It's been a while. Right. Oh, right. Okay. The shit farm. What shit farm? What? I feel. Never mind. <laughs> you guys drink. You feel a little bit more awake. Um, you feel maybe some of you a little too awake, like your tunnel vision perfectly focused a little bit. Uh, whatever Just that jam back of Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Killian uh, takes the lead and gets you guys uh, geared Hold up. On. Hold on. Oh no, you got something oh, in mind? Good Let us pray. Uh, oh no. <laughs> We'll join hands and have a short still just prayer, too, still prayer just a little bit to, too tired. to Carahel, uh, to, you know, bless our journey and to give us safe travels and protect us on the way. All right. Just a nice short, short, short prayer. And then, and then we'll, we'll head on. Off you go. You guys head out of the Ember Lantern. You leave, the door closes. And as soon as it does, the old gnome owner Tannel comes out and says, Xander, I need you. Oh, damn it. And you're gone. 
You leave, you walk around the large pond, you head out north on the road out of Edlin Home, and your goal is the farms of Bottom Hill, about five or six hours up north. North out of Edlin Home, you leave the small town behind. You walk along the road that heads north alongside the Syrian forest for a few hours, and your travels uh, take you past the sweeping grass plains, but they're like very low undulating hills that this road goes across. It's still a little cool. The time of year is we're just getting out of winter, just getting into a few warm days every so often, but we're still back into another cold spell, if you will. You know the road will branch off in a, in a bit and head deeper into the forest to another town, but just about five or six hours out, the road also can go off to the left where it will head towards Bottom Hill. Just a small collection of about two or three farms that I think Idrisil you've maybe been to uh, once or twice in the past and you're scouting around in the, in the environment. And you guys are traveling for a bit and I want, who's the best at survival? Is that Killian the Cleric? I believe yeah. so at plus seven. Mm, 12. That is definitely a Cleric survival role right yeah. there. With a 12 survival, you notice, Killian, a stopped pair of wagons up ahead, but you notice it at sh short range, if you will. You didn't mm -hmm. have enough time to prepare. So you're, this road you're following, and by road, I mean it's pretty much just a, uh, a wagon trail with ruts on either side. To your right, about maybe 100 or 200 yards, is uh, the edge of a thick forest. To your left are just endless rolling grass hills. Ahead of you, though, you've just come over a little bit of a rise, and you see very close, not far away at all, almost within yelling distance, two wagons that have come to a complete stop, and they're not camped or anything like that. And you can see a couple people uh, riding on them. Maybe they're having some challenges with their horse up front or something. You're not sure because you can't see up there, but that's your situation. Okay. Um, continue to approach. Okay. With caution. You continue to approach. You see there are, they're a little concerned. There are some strangers coming up from behind. Uh, they uh, move around a little bit. Some of them get off. <laughs> And it appears to be a, a family type situation. And you can instantly recognize the main uh, father figure as the merchant Romer, who you just recovered the coins from off the mountaintop recently. He sees you, he's got uh, uh, three new friends that are with him, some rough tumble types, and they're all standing there and Romer sees you and waves and says, hello. Hello, good merchant. It's it's good to see you. Um, So he seems kind of concerned. He doesn't seem natural there. He is not drawing. He has a knife that is on his side, but he's not like drawing it worried about you guys or anything like that. No, but <clears throat> is like, I mean, what's his demeanor? Just, is it is it off? Is uh, it's it... uncomfortable looking. Um, and his rough looking friends. 
What are they doing? Your best guess <clears throat> would be they are protecting the wagon. They appear maybe uh, hired mercenary guard types. They have uh, a short sword each, a crossbow on one of them and a long sword on the other. And they're kind of uh, spread out a little bit from the wagons. They're a little more wary of you than Romer is. You coming from the town? Romer says, uh, yes, we got a bit of a late start out of the town and we're making our way north. Didn't see uh, these fine gentlemen in the town before you left? Uh, no. Picked them up on the way, did you? You could say that. One of the guys uh, steps forward and says, everything's fine here. Why don't you just keep on moving? What's your name, friend? What's it to you? I walk up behind you and pat you. What would be on your shoulder, but is your waist uh-huh. because of my height. <laughs> hey, hey. It's like, keep it above the waist. I've done this. <laughs> Hello, friends. It looks like you might be in need of a little bit of our help. Can we do anything for you? Yeah, you can go straight to hell and get out of here. We don't need you. Don't Why do you, you got to talk like that? We haven't done anything wrong. You're telling us to go to hell? I, I don't trust uh, people walking around coming out of the road with uh, no good intentions. We know Romer here, though. You know this guy? Romer doesn't say anything at all. <clears throat> Romer hired us. We're pretty close. We even had drinks back at the Ember Lantern. You should have been there. As a matter of fact, it's weird that you weren't. So uh, how about, and he puts his hand on the pommel of his longsword, you say your goodbyes to your friend and keep on walking. We're here to uh, protect this uh, convoy of two wagons, and we don't need the likes of you uh, hustling in on our business. It just doesn't say anything, but as soon as he sees him touch the pommel of his sword, he just grips his bow still wrapped around him, just grips it. A little tighter? A little bit tighter. All right. So that he can see, I guess, is my... Jix wants to try and sneak off back around the other side of the wagon. Okay. Make a stealth roll, please. There's three of them, right? There is three of them. Um, all right. So that's with the added six, a natural one. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jix, you sneak off successfully. You get off to the side and bonk, you smack into the fourth one. A big, dumb, brutish-looking guy off to the side with a big club on his shoulder. Look what we have here! And he grabs onto your your scruff of your neck. Hey, go me, Arctic! Easy now. And the guy with his hand on his sword says, Look, we don't need any trouble, and you don't want trouble. We're, we're professional guards, so keep on going. I don't know how many times I got to tell you. How does one become a professional guard? Well, it's kind of funny. There's a certification process to start up. Oh, he says... I was just trying to find a place to take a pish. I'm going to pish on you if you don't let me go. Don't you dare. He uns- he unties. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an R. Kelly, Kelly show back here. It's, it's oh like a God. cherub over here. <laughs> oh, your joke was so much worse. He, <laughs> drip, drip, drip. Uh, he... <laughs> Throws you away from him. 
This one just peed on me. Yeah, you better hope you don't grow any warts on that thing. A goblin peed on me. That's got to be a curse. You should have just let him go. And he stomps over, and you're on your side, still pissing in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) And he comes over and gives you a big boot to the side with a 19 to hit. Ouch! And you take two points of boot bludgeoning damage. As soon as I see him kick, I reach my hand out, it turns bright green, and I, I lift an entire chunk of earth under where his foot was and launch it at him. Oh, okay. That is, uh, so I think it's a, that, that's again, that's my elemental uh, toss, toss on okay. that one. And the attack roll is gonna be a 23. 23, I'll even give you plus two as he was not aware of it. This is a little combat has not started. He's just punking around with this goblin. So you got a 25. 25. That is a critical hit. Double damage on a critical success, or roll double the damage and okay. add the, everything double. All uh, right, so that is 12. 12 total damage? Yeah. From a rather quick, fast little spell is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Uh, a big chunk flies up uh, into his groin from underneath, and he uh, oh, steps back, drops his club from that critical hit, uh, and doubles over, but doesn't hit the ground yet. And when that happens, the guy who's toe-to-toe with you, Killian, draws his sword and attacks twice. Can we roll over initiative? No, he is going first. He swings at you with a 12 to hit. Oh, and gets another shot off at you with a 13 to hit. Mm, I have my shield. Am I able? No, you haven't done that part yet. You got to do it on your turn. Yes, I think that'll hit. Okay, he draws his sword, swings, Killian steps back, and then he stabs hard and gets you for six points of piercing damage. And Killian has been struck. You guys can do, other than Xander, Xander's just gone, you guys can do whatever you want. Your turn as a group. Yeah, just a little uh, hunt's prey on that guy immediately. Okay. that's an action. Draws bow. Second action. Hunted shot. Two shots at him. Two shots at him. Roll it. <clears throat> Killian, two arrows go flying right past you. Let's see what happens. Oh, one is a 19 plus seven, so 26. Great. And the other one? Oh, the other one. Is that a different modifier? That would be a 20. 20. Both hits. Perfect. One does seven damage, one does two damage. Okay, for nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. The guy is hit and stumbles back. He is still standing. You are not an evil man. This will not hurt. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be your quote. You got to reuse that one. Oh, that's great. Killian will, uh, a a white flash of light um, emanates from (laughs) his hand, and he casts Divine Lance. Okay. And that's going to be a 19 to hit. That's huge. That would be six points of damage. Six points of damage. You blast him and he takes that damage and stumbles back away. He is still standing. How about Jix? You haven't done anything combat wise. Uh, Jix wants to roll over and grab the club that was dropped. Okay, Mm -hmm. you have done so. 
and then he keeps rolling and runs away with the. <laughs> I got your club, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you run off with the dude's club! He's hobbled over so my club! Good. You want it back? Yeah, give it back! And he takes it and he whacks it on the dude. You can make one roll. Uh, Add your strength and your. Uh, and three more. Okay. That'd be like. Uh, that's a 15. 15 is a good enough hit. Yeah, why don't you do a D6 plus your strength? Six plus strength. Wow. It's a big club. That's five. With a huge amount, with all his strength, he batters up and smashes the guy. Um, not in the head, not in the chest, in the sensitive groin for the second time. <laughs> and that does drop him to the ground in pain. I believe we have one person left to go. That is the diminutive dwarf barbarian. So what are the other two uh, fellas doing? The other two guys that are maybe 30 feet off on either side ahead, they are drawing their, one's drawing his short sword, the other one's drawing the crossbow. The crossbow guy though was looking at the leader to see if he's still alive or not and believes he is. Uh, I'm going to sudden charge the guy with the crossbow. Then. Oh, okay. He's not even looking, just sees this. Uh, 11. 11, and you come charging right at him and boldly <laughs> swing and- Run right by him. <laughs> <laughs> Someone stop me! <laughs> mm. Do you have an action left? Uh, I have one action left and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll swing at him again. All right, it's a minus five. It's pretty hard to do on a multiple attack. Good luck. So even, because my second attack is instead of plus six, oh, plus one, yeah. Yeah, that's the minus five I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, 19. 19's a hit. 10 points of damage. You, The guy easily ducks, is smiling, he turns around, and you slit his mouth twice as wide. Blood comes flowing out, and he collapses dead. Nice. Wow. Uh, it is their turn. The guy that you didn't charge, Iggy, with the short sword on the other side, he sheaths his short sword and runs out into the open plains, full speed away from the battle. The guy with the broken nuts twice over next to the goblin, he spends an action to stand up. He spends an action to grab onto a goblin with a 20 to hit your armor class yep. total. Yep. He's grabbed you and then he will automatically throttle you for three points of suffocation. And he just is grabbing you and just throttling and slow, <laughs> lifting you slowly up off the ground. These nuts! And we... <laughs> Then the last one, <laughs> the last one is the leader. He is bloodied up. He's been lanced. He's been, uh, yeah, he's, he's looking bad. He pulls out an arrow. He seems stunned and he holds onto his sword and bravely runs after his friend out into the plains to the west. Full speed. We're trying to get the hell out of there. What would any of you like to do now? He is still hunted prey. Yes. So Idrisil is going to take a hunted shot. Okay. At the very, very wounded leader. Eight plus seven. Oh, then 15. 15 is a hit. <laughs> Roll your damage. I'm going to do it. 
Five damage. Five points of damage. You fire one shot, and as you line up the second shot, you don't know what to do because he drops to the ground and is not moving. Well, I have a second shot. There's another enemy. Yes. He turns back and sees his friend, sees you aiming, <laughs> gulps, and runs. He starts zigging left and zagging right. Oh, uh, that's only an eight. All right. He's zagged at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> at what Rickon should have done. Um, right. And uh, hey, Killian will pop his head around the corner, hearing the sounds of a, a choking goblin. Um, that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> choking, choking, yeah, choking the goblin? His pants, his pants are undone right now. <laughs> Too much goblin <laughs> teeth. Stop choking the goblin. And then he will uh, divine lance him. Okay. Uh, it would be a 17 to hit. 17 hits the guy. For a total of seven damage. Uh, you do seven points of damage. Zap, you hit the guy and it does no damage. It bounces him, he kind of turns around. You are not an evil man. You should put the goblin down and we will let you live. Jix just like looks over like sideways, side eyes at you because he can't really turn his head. He just looks side eyes at you. He's like, fuck. Like what? He, he lets the goblin go. He puts you down, straightens your jacket a little <laughs> bit and steps away from you. That's right. Xander that, takes it, a, a finger points at it. Why are you pointing your finger like a gun with two hands <laughs> in the game my right now? The entire thing is glowing blue as my finger is pointed, just in ready and waiting. Okay. If there's a reaction. What is your name? Uh, my name is Urs. Urs, you have run in with a bad crowd. And I, I knew you had an orc dick. <laughs> Urs, orc dick. <laughs> he does not. He really wants to do something to the goblin. Killian's eyebrow raises. That's um, my trick. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have my club? No. If you, uh, as soon as he reaches for it, he, he doesn't. He's just bow. Okay. Turns to him. Turn around and go. He hobbles off, limping as he goes in the opposite direction into the Change woods. Change your career path. <laughs> <laughs> Try marketing. <laughs> and put some peas on those nuts. <laughs> And he hobbles off. That still leaves about 100 feet away uh, the short sword guy running off into the hills. You letting him go? Yeah. Doing... All right. Not my call. I took a shot at him. If you want to charge at him, you go ahead, but. I can't reach him. Someone like threaten him or something cool. Uh, he's fine. He's scared. All right. Pretty sure he pissed himself. Romer comes over. Thank you so much. Friends of yours? No, they're not friends at all. <laughs> they said don't say anything. They came out of out of the woods uh, just a little bit ago and stopped us and said uh, they were going to be taking our wagons. Oh, just a nightmare. I guess I owe you thanks again. Aye. We're traveling so far and have so many expenses. It's... Aye? Like, Killian's like... <laughs> <laughs> He's getting closer. <laughs> Are you... Just forward to open up a small pouch. Are you heading north? Rama? Uh, yes, we're, we're heading to uh, the uh, Kingdom of Ivoron. Perhaps on the way there, you could hitch us a ride to Bottom Hill? I, I, yes, of course. I think that's certainly suitable payment. Perfect. You said there was two wagons. Was one of them theirs? Both of them are there. Both of them are theirs. Yep. Uh, his family gets the wagons uh, all situated and gets you guys on board, and you guys are inside a cozy wagon, which is nice. Yeah. 
not having to walk around like animals. And they take you off north for a, a slow, bumpy, but comfortable in this time ride. And Killian do uh, a medicine healing. Yeah, you're going to be busy for two hours <laughs> okay. on this wagon. You can do two hours worth of healing. Right. Just, uh, just, so just as I an, only need one because it's seven. So, and just as an aesthetic, Idrisil's just sitting on top with the Romer driving, just, you know, keeping a lookout. All right. Riding shotgun. Yeah. Uh, Xander will take moments when he needs to and just kind of collect uh, time to himself, just do, do some kind of alone meditation time, just kind of re- rebuild and regain his, his auras and strength. All right, I believe that gives you your focus elemental toss spell recharged. Correct. Back again. Nice. You guys travel for two hours and you see up ahead, you're now off the main road. You've had a little bit uh, west into the rolling hills and can see up ahead the farms of Bottom Hill. I have noted that this is thick green grass that's coming in uh, from the, for the springtime. Uh, they're gentle rolling hills, but the bottom hill section is much more of a steeper act, actual like hill, very uh, uh, round but steepish sides of this hill. And you can see there are three farms situated on it with wide open pastures. Um, this road kind of just winds its way up towards it. And uh, yeah, that's what you see. It's maybe, you guys left in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. It's probably like two or three in the afternoon right now. All right, Rama, will you guys take care? Uh, try to be safe, you know? Don't run into anyone dangerous. Well, best of luck. May, may the gods be with you all. <clears throat> yes, the gods will be with us. And I give, uh, <laughs> give Killian a Carol, like, like, like Killian looks a little offended. And is, like, <laughs> wants to like have a lesson <laughs> about the one true God. <laughs> and, I, and I hope we don't meet again. And no offense. <laughs> and he, him and his family slowly turn the wagons around and head back on their First, way. First, let us pray. <laughs> you are brought in for yet another Just a little short travel prayer, just to, you know, again, you know, thanks for keeping us safe and protecting us from bandits on the road. Jigs is not digging this. Rub it up, dub. Thanks for the God. And then. So, uh, Killian, what was the detail? Did you have any details of your message? Uh, there's a. The Manicud Wheeler. And, uh,. There's some dispute here in the town right. between these farmers, apparently. Let's go to the closest farm and yeah. see if we can find the wheelers. Do you know which one's the wheeler farm? I think it's this first one. I'm not, if memory serves, it's this first one. All there right. Um, Idrisil has kind of been here a while ago. You head up to the leftmost farm. You scale up a bit of the steep slope up this hill, and it's called Bottom Hill, but all of the farms are on top of the hill for no particular reason. Mm-hmm and you head off to the first one on the left. And as you approach, it's got some um, old wooden fences marking out some pastures. You can see there's a new fence that's been erected um, that they've set up. There's a barn, there's some cows out just wandering around. It's kind of a quiet day. You don't see any folks out there. You see there is a, a also a, a, a two-story. It's old, but it's solidly built uh, house. And there is a sign, a, uh, a wooden sign sticking out on a pole with a, the name Wheeler Farm written on it as you guys approach. No one comes out to greet you. There is no one working out in the field. 
you can see some smoke coming out of the second farm's chimney, and it's, um, you can see it from here, but it's still quite a bit of a distance. Mm. Um, and you guys continue up to, to the first farm, to the Wheeler farm. Again, no one there to greet you, no one do anything. At least they would normally be concerned or say hi or something, but there's no one there. Knock heartily on the door. You go to the door, Killian. You're about to knock Harley on it when you see there is a piece of paper that's been nailed to this door. And it's scribbled in there in very crude writing. Everyone leave or I'll kill your heads! Exclamation point. You bang. Yeah. Still. Somebody with a very thorough knowledge of anatomy, I see. <laughs> You bang several times. I can't times. kill heads. <laughs> I've killed some heads. Uh, you wait, and there's nothing there. You can just hear the wind kind of blowing along the uh, the grass across the hill. Does that kind of sheen thing where you can see the wind in sure, the grass yeah, a little yeah. bit? That's um, all I see. There's a move of a cow. Try the door. Try the door? Yeah, is it unlocked? The door handle moves, and it is unlocked. Push it open. You push it open, it is the place is a little bit of disarray. There is a chair or two that have been knocked over. You can see there's some blanket that's been thrown over one of the chairs in some random fashion. You can see there's a kitchen off to the left. There's a small table there that does have a cup on it with some steam coming out of it. Trouble, friends. And uh, Killian will say that and then kind of walk tentatively in. Yeah, Idrisol's right behind uh, Killian. Okay. That note, uh, the Trouble Friends is one that we've used before. I glow purple and start detecting magic. Okay. You start detecting, you detect nothing currently. Um, and chicks and... Iggy's going to hang outside, kind of watching our backs. Okay. Unless, in, until... Somebody yells at him to, to get at it. Okay. Jix goes in. He sees that they said there's a steaming cup of something. Mm. Yes. He goes over there and check it out. Okay. You're not going to drink it right away. You will check it out. <laughs> Just making sure. He goes, he goes over there and it's takes a game a, day decision. <laughs> he goes over there and takes a sip. All right. You just take a sip of it. It yeah. is coffee and it's not half bad. Jix. Don't drink. The evidence. It's rather fresh and not half bad. That means someone's here, Jix. I take out my dagger. Okay. Killian just has his book out and will um, be kind of searching around. Killian and Killian alone, make a perception roll, please. <laughs> Ten. Ten. You're fine. Yeah. Carry on. Awesome. Killian, you're looking around. You see there's a small little uh, a hallway, and it branches off into also a stairwell up uh, stairs. I'll go upstairs. Okay, he makes his way upstairs. Um, Iggy, you're still outside. Jix, you're sipping coffee. Idrisil and Xanner? Uh, Idrisil is just, uh, you mentioned that there's um, kind of the house is in disarray. I'm just looking at everything, lifting the blankets on the couch to see if there's any, you know, like blood stains or just, you know, anything, any type of action. Sure, make another uh, perception roll for yourself. Xander, you had something? Z uh, Xander's going to follow in past Jix to look inside the kitchen area. Mm. 
or around the back side of the house, basically splitting up rooms and, and dividing okay. and conquering for, for additional search to see what happens. If there was fresh coffee, there might be fresh food and, and someone near that. All right. Uh, uh, kind of had the same idea as seeing what else is going on in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, that was an 18 for perception. 18 for Idrisil. You detect uh, no blood, no signs of foul play. Jix, you were looking where again? The rest? Just looking around in the kitchen, oh, the or kitchen by, the, by the hearth, wherever. Okay. Like some, He's looking for some food. Some cooking's been going on. You can see there is a fire that has been uh, set up. Uh, it's still going a little bit. One more thing has been detected, and that is by your sorcerer, Xanner. Uh, Xanner, as you're uh, walking around the kitchen and kind of near that side hall that Killian has gone up some stairs, mm-hmm. you detect magic. That means you've detected something within 30 feet. There's something here, you guys. Something magic. Not just Killian's book. This coffee is half magic, I'd say. It's, it's not bad. Really, you should have some. He's pouring another cup. I will. All right. <laughs> it's magic. It sounds great. <laughs> Walk back down there, just sitting at the table, drinking <laughs> coffee, reading the newspaper. <laughs> Killing you're upstairs. There are uh, two bedrooms up there, a master bedroom, and it looks like it has been slept in but not made. Mm-hmm. And no one is there. There is a smaller room with uh, a bed for a small child, but it looks very well made. And make another perception roll. <clears throat> um. Nine. Nine, okay. You're totally fine. Excellent. Great. Uh, Iggy, going nothing, well. nothing's going Check on under the outside. bed. Okay. Um, All right, that clown from Poltergeist is oh there. God. Roll initiative. Mm. Iggy, there's nothing going on outside uh, out of the ordinary, unless you want to do anything. Uh, no, I'll just keep, like, keep watch. Okay. Idrisil, hearing the detect magic, just kind of walks over towards Xanner uh, and just, do you, can you sense where it is? Do you know... How, how wide is your range? It's about it's about 30 feet. It's swinging around. Uh, it, is, is there a way that I can hone in on, on where it's coming from? Or just, just feeling it? Nope. Killian, is there anything upstairs? You can hear as soon as you say that, Idrisil, you can hear mm. there is a banging sound from below. Nothing up here? I think... There's someone downstairs. Killian, I'll come down. There a basement. You come down, you see Killian. Uh, sorry, Killian, you come down, you see Idrisil and Xanner have found a door uh, off that side corridor that, as they push open, it has steps going down, and you can hear a loud banging sound. Sounds maybe like a tool being used on wood or someone trying to uh, bust open a door or something on those sides. Bang. Jix, go get Iggy. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, Killian's going to give, like, a whistle that's our signal for, for Iggy to come in. What's that whistle sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, hey, Arctic! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking for you! <laughs> okay. Is, is it dark down the stairs? Um, you can see there is some light from a lamp or lantern. I was just going to say, I have low light vision. As do I. And dark vision uh, and low light vision. I, also I have dark perfect. vision. I have light. I mean, it doesn't um, really matter. Yeah, so I wait for... I so I'm going to 
So I would cast light. <laughs> yeah. Screw everybody. <laughs> Look at this place. Uh, I'll like, come, like, what's what's that sound? Let's let's go see. Let's go in. And I'll go down. I'll okay. go right I'll lead him. the. I'll lead it. <coughs> lead us. Iggy, you're heading down the stairs first. Who's behind him? Me with the dagger. Idrisil is next. I'll be third. Who's who's you? Who are you? Uh, Xanner. Xanner's Zanner. going next. Right. Killian will be fourth. Oh. And Jix is just <laughs> drinking coffee. coffee. Go ahead. <laughs> up in the kitchen. You're looking good. I just keep I just keep watching up here, guys. <laughs> and Jix stays up above with his feet near the fire, staying toasty. Down the stairs you go, uh, Iggy. Do you have uh, weapons drawn? What's your What's your? Status? Oh, I don't have anything drawn. Okay. You come down the stairs, and they creak and they creak. The pounding sound stops. And you look at down, and you see there are two people down there that are doing some sort of construction work thing on the basement uh, earthen wall, and they stop. And one's a guy with a grayish beard, and he's got some work clothes type thing on, and he's got a, a lady there with him who's handed him another piece of wood. And he turns around and sees you and says, what the hell is this? I'm so, I'm sorry to intrude. Uh, we've been uh, get the hell out of here. We've been sent to uh, why to find you. Why would you think it's okay to come into my home? No, we knocked uh, loudly at the door and nobody came. And, Who are you? Uh, my name is uh, Iggy. Uh, we're we're from Edlin Home. My name's Kleis Wheeler, and this is my house. Did you see the sign? We did, and uh, Voldas from Edlin Home sent us to talk to you. Bella, they're still not getting out. Go, go get my bow. She starts looking around. I can't get the boats upstairs. We don't we don't mean any harm. Look, I I, I am armed, but I. My hands are free. I am armed. <laughs> That's not intimidating at all. Yeah, yeah. Seeing the two people, I quickly uh, hopefully stop oh. hunting prey on yes. each of them. <laughs> I uh, hoping to be blocked from view behind Iggy's large snatcher. I, you know, sheath my I, dagger. Go ahead. I, I was I was gonna turn around and literally just up the stairs and just start pushing on you. Just go, just go back, just go back. Um, Killian and be like, no, no, no. no. Let us go. And then he'll like step, he'll like kind of like come down. You're squeezing past everyone. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's more. <laughs> I am uh, Killian Fennel, and I am a priest of Karahel. Oh, I, God. I am a wayfarer, and the mayor has sent me to uh, settle a dispute that you have brought to his attention. Oh. Oh, yeah. And we uh, feared that there was something uh, amiss when you did not answer the door, so we came to investigate and to make sure you were safe. There was also a weird note on your door that had us worried. No. It said something about killing hits. Yeah, all right, well, let's get out of here. Let's yeah. go upstairs. What, the, what What? are you doing down here? I'm boarding up this stupid hole. And he drops his hammer and uh, says, we've got some coffee upstairs. Oh, no. <laughs> as, as I am now at the back of the line, yes. I rush upstairs. Jix, put it down. Jix, put it down. They're here. What? Uh, what uh, do, you, do you want? Should I make some more? I drink it all. <laughs> it's all. It's all gone. Oh yeah, I guess we go upstairs. All right, the entourage comes upstairs. So uh, the uh, mayor sent you. That's good. That's good. I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Uh, he comes into the kitchen. 
Yeah, we've got some. Oh my God, what is the goblin doing here? The goblin's fine. He's with us. He's a good. He's a good lad. Do you have any more coffee? I meant just. Oh, you drank it all, you. You monster, you. I'm not a monster. I'm. I'm Jex. Hey, kind of a monster. A little bit. You've brought a goblin wayfarer into my house and a weird tattooed dwarf with a sword. These are friends of mine. And a twitchy elf who keeps grabbing a bow. These, they are good companions. They're friends. What is, what is, what is the dispute? Um, as this is all going on, Xanner, uh, if you want, you can make a, some sort of sneaky roll. Make like a, I don't know, a thievery roll to surreptitiously keep detecting magic. Which I will keep doing. I figured you might. That's a six. A six Yeah, six. All right. He sees you doing some weird spell casting magic. Do you want to just keep doing it or do you want to stop? I I was completely uh, unannounced as it were and am short. So I trying to kind of sneak behind Idrisil, just kind of hide my body a bit and and keep doing it. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep keep the, the faint glow as, as I'm trying to perceive the magic in the house. The older lady's there. Well, this one's, mm. this one's doing his magic. Are you cursing us? No, no, it's just a condition he has. Don't worry about him. <laughs> it's not contagious. <laughs> she looks warily at you. You want to keep doing it? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. This isn't about for you. I wanted to let you know that I am here to keep you safe. I protect the entire party, including everyone around them. Watch this. And I do it again. Yeah, that is lower. That is now a four. Okay. um, You're doing your thing. Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. (laughs) Uh, You are still detecting magic, by the by. And uh, he says, well, how about you all put your weapons at the door and act civilized and maybe get that uh, little monster outside on the porch so he doesn't mess up the place. I'm, I'm Jix. Come on, Jix. Let's go outside. I go out with Jix to the back porch or front porch? Front porch is where they're pointing, yeah. All right. Such racism in this town. <laughs> there is. <clears throat> I put my uh, bow on a hook. I take my dagger. So I'm looking at this guy while I'm doing it, showing right. him, you know, that I'm taking, I take my long, um, my short sword, I should say. And put your it, M14, yes. your 9mm. <laughs> put it out. Stick and, it I, and I, I stay. Mel Gibson flyswatter <laughs> with the knife and so, yes. I, st- I look at Killian and I kind of just, you know, s- sit back down and stay to show him peace offering kind of thing. All right. Uh, they bring out some bread and some cheese and they start making some more coffee. For the re- I tried to tell him not to drink the coffee. I'm, I'm sorry. This isn't very uh, hospitable. I'm sounding more like chicks as I go. <laughs> we, trust me, we we saw the sign on your door, and I'm, we're gonna kill your heads. Is something that goblins usually say. Uh, so we thought there might be trouble. Yeah, we we had some fool come do some stupid prank. Goblins don't say that. Jax, outside, Jax. <laughs> come on, Jax. Puts his ears. coffee for you. Puts his ears down and shuffles outside. All right. I grab his Jix's elbow and I try to walk around the back of the house. Okay. To, to where the kitchen was, so that I can do more detect magic outside. Okay. As you're doing that, Killian, you're talking with a man. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Mr. Wheeler, tell us about the dispute now, please. 
Uh, the the disputes isn't a isn't a big factor anymore. I think it's uh, I think you've come a long way for not a lot. But it's good to know that Edlin Holm is still friends to us here at uh, Bottom Hill. Well, tell us about uh, the note. Tell us about uh, maybe the hole that you're building. Uh, the hole, some stupid thing that's not even worth talking about. But the note was some really just stupid little gnome. Well, you've got one in your 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 entourage. I don't know that word. You've got one in your band of misfits. Uh, you know what it's like. And this stupid little gnome came up and said, we got to get off the farm and he's going to take it. So I, I showed him what for. You, what did you do to the gnome? Well, I'll show you. And he goes and he gets his bow out and shows you. It's an old bow, but it looks strong. And he um, takes it over. And so you can apprise it, Idrisil. Mm-hmm. I took out my bow and I whacked him like seven or eight good times across the head. Sent him running. Uh, can I uh, can I see your bow, Brent, as a fellow archer? Yeah. Oh, wow. An older bow, but it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I just hand it back to him. All right. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> this is an impressive piece of work. You say you whacked him with it? You didn't throw a couple arrows at your attacker? No, I'm not, no. Is your aim not what it once was? No, what? No. Now you're insulting me? <laughs> I, I'm just questioning why you would hit him with a bow instead of... I bet I could outshoot the likes of you. I don't know about that, mate. I've rolled a few 20s in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what's, what's going on there? And he sees two little goblin ears just poking out of a window, just peeking in where it shouldn't be. How's that coffee coming along? They provide you with some coffee. They talk about their farm, which is not shit related, by the way. Uh, It is uh, cotton related. So the gnome that you whacked with the bow. Yes. um, Did he have a name? I can't remember. It was like uh, Very or something like that. It was some stupid. And which way did he go? Uh, he went running down the hill uh, that way. He says pointing towards the west on the other side of the hill from where you came from. Has he caused any trouble for the others? Uh, not after I gave him a good thumping. So about this hole? Oh yeah, we're 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 trying to open up some more space down there, and it's not quite working out. And my lie is foolproof. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the hole is nowhere near <laughs> space, and it's an earthen hole, and yet he's putting wood over it, and it makes absolutely no sense. So yeah, about that hole again. Why don't you just tell me the truth? Oh, uh, we noticed. Carahel, I can I can tell when people uh, are lying. I, I noticed you were boarding it up, not building through. Yeah. If you're doing a renovation, surely you'd want to secure your foundation. Bella, where's that coffee? And uh, 
Xanner, you have identified the magic is within the kitchen itself. All right. Uh, <laughs> and you have Iggy and Jix out there with you. Right. So uh, I'm going to uh, let them both know. So there is magic in the kitchen. I don't know if it's strong or not, but I need to get back in there to find out. The, the coffee's not too strong. I It's... It's magical, it's, but it's, uh, I'd say, a medium roast. Uh, <laughs> French fresh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. 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 I'm backing um. away. <laughs> Are you going to try and sneak in there? I, no, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to walk in. I heard gnome, and I'll, I'll, I'll use that as my in. Okay, we'll we'll stay out here. He does not like us. I walk in the room. Did someone say gnome? Boom! You are hit for one point of bludgeoning damage as you are struck by an old man's bow upside <laughs> your head. He's back! <laughs> oh, I, I thought I sent you. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Idrisil, amazed at how fast this guy moves. <laughs> I won initiative. Oh, I, I get it now. I see what you're talking about with that bow. Very Son impressive. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. Carrothead has no sons. Daughter of Ka- Thank you. <laughs> Killian. <laughs> now look, I you've had your coffee and you've had your beating and <laughs> I we've got work to do. We've we're not just uh, city folk that can lay around all day. And this dispute you spoke of it's not a factor at all anymore, and I'm sorry you've come out all this way. Well, why don't you tell me about it anyway? It was something with um, our neighbors, mm-hmm. and uh, they've decided to uh, that it's not a problem anymore. We're thankful. Bygones are bygone. Surely if we talk to them, they would have the same result? Uh, you can certainly talk to them. I think they were heading up north. I'm surprised you didn't see him on the road. Well, there's smoke coming from one of the chimneys. Which of the neighbors are you talking about? I'm talking about the uh, Malins. Hmm. Before we go, did you need help with that hole down there? I'm pretty handy, and I can fit inside if you need it. Uh, yeah, we're good. Are you sure? You're glaring at him warily over yeah, there. I mean, you know, I mean, he's obviously lying and 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 not being very forthcoming. So I'm 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 not very would happy you, with him at the moment. Mister Wheeler, would you mind if I had my dwarf take a look at the structure of your wall to make sure it's safe and secure? Yeah, I don't need you helping at all. You you've you've done everything we could have asked you to do. I'm sorry you've come all this way for nothing. Well, I would hate for it to be for nothing, wouldn't you? Uh, b- b- what? Well, if you're boarding it up, surely someone who is a dwarf who knows underground better than a human, such as yourself, or even an elf such as myself. Isn't isn't this racist? Uh, if the shoe fits, I would have, you know, if the boot yep, stereo, Stereotypes exist for a reason. You know? <laughs> Samsung, Sony. That's right. Why, yeah, let's just call this uh, uh, an, an early dinner coffee and everything is good. And I, I hope you have a pleasant journey on your way back. 
I'm just going back and forth, trying to keep he face politely. Up. I'm just looking back and forth at Killian, <laughs> giving him the say something. He walks to the door. <clears throat> Let us go speak to the neighbor. He opens the door. Here, oh my God! There's a goblin right there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any more coffee? Yeah, <laughs> send some with your friend. Mr. Wheeler, will you be here this evening? Yeah. We're going to go talk to the Malins, and uh, if anything doesn't check out, we'll come We'll come back and talk to you regardless. Uh, I don't think you need to be doing any of that. You're just, you've wasted enough of your time. Well, if just you, to be safe. If you head back now, you might uh, get back uh, to Edlin home you came from before it's uh, way past dark. Since we came out here upon your behalf uh, and we will not be making it back before dark, I think it's only fair that we sleep sleep here with you tonight. We will be back and then we just- <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's weird. He looks stunned by that. Missionaries, am I right? It's all happening as he's kicking us out. That's the last thing he hears. All right. Okay. <laughs> What's your plan? I guess so we're gonna go we to are going towards over. the Malin's farm. Malin's farm. Was that the one with the smoke? Do you guys remember? Uh, you did not clarify. You said it was let's, the second house. Let's go to the one with the smoke. All right. Yeah. That is the second house. And as you approach, it is the Malin's farm. As you approach, you can see that there is something definitely wrong with this place. I'm telling you guys, I don't do it very much. Do they farm Madeline's? (laughs) Madeline's farm. Um, I don't do it very often, you guys, but I will tell you, there was something magical in that kitchen. I wanted to see it. We'll be there later. Mm. But we can't just... He's definitely hiding something. We just... We couldn't get a good reason for you and the goblin to be in there, so... We've got to give, I mean, we have to give are, them some time. They are citizens. We are members of. But I am curious. I, I am curious as well. But I'm members curious, of the prophets. Uh, <laughs> what? Members of the prophets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are, you know, servants of Carahel at the end of the day. We can't just go in barging in and looking in people's holes and taking taking items from the kitchen. I'm what not sharing of any <laughs> shit. That's, that's not so we about that one. <laughs> They're. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying that you're, Killian, you're, you're a great guy and you do a lot of good things and, and you're obviously here for a mission, but we're not all on your mission. We don't all follow Carahel in the same way. I would think that after all of the times we have spoken, that you would have begun to understand that we are all servants of Carahel. Even though you are unwittingly uh, doing so, you are a servant of Carahel. I think he just called you an, uh, an unwit. <laughs> You do serve her purpose, as do all of all of you. You are all good people, and as such, you serve her. Well, we serve in our own way, but it does not mean that we are servants of Carahel. If you recall the one teaching that you gave me four weeks ago, that was the one sort of defensive block. Zanner, just (laughs) stop. I had a lot of coffee. You're not gonna win. (laughs) I just had a lot of coffee. He'll talk you in circles. See. Uh, Iggy understands the that he too is a servant of Carahel. Uh huh. <laughs> sure do. Let's uh, let's get going. Let's keep going. Uh, but I have questions. Yes. The Malins Farm. Let us, yes. Let us. The Malins Farm. <laughs> At the Malins Farm, I mentioned that there was something. Well, definitely... On the way, we're discussing Carahel. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> while they're doing that, Idrisil is just looking around and just getting more and more suspicious. His ears are kind of. 
perking in different directions and just looking at uh, looking at all the things that he sees. You can see there's something definitely amiss with this farm. There is a <laughs> hole about five feet roughly wide that has uh, 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 been done to the side of the wall next to the door. There is a smashed window and there is some smoke coming out of the chimney. And that's what you see as you approach. Again, no one comes out to greet you. No one comes out to say hi. What time? Hello? It's around four o'clock. Killian looks in the window. Is anybody there? I look through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Iggy calls out. The other two of you are looking through. You can see inside the place is a disaster. Interior walls have been smashed left to right. There's furniture that's been smashed, and it is a mess. Trouble, friends. And uh, Killian will go to the door and... I just like, walk like, like, through like, the hole. Like, uh, oh, okay. oh, wait, hold on. There's a hole in the wall? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I missed that part. Yes. Sorry. Oh, is there a note on the door? Uh, you go to the door. There is no note on okay. the door. Uh, I draw my sword and I walk through the hole. Okay. Uh, Iggy's in. Jix, what are you doing? Jix is now curious about what uh, the hastily looking thrown blanket on top of the chair back at the Wheeler's house is all about. <laughs> Like ten minutes later, <laughs> he doesn't like he doesn't like the design. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Fun doesn't sway. He's totally on the ball, but he's out of sync by like ten minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, Idrisil. Uh, I would say. So Iggy, you're in there. Yeah. Are you inside? Xander blows purple and goes in. Yeah, yeah. So Xander still purple again, or all around detecting magic. Okay. On on cue. I didn't use tech magic. That's not going to go away now. That's awesome. Uh. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Before we go forward, I want to retcon just a little bit and for the amazing backwards flying off the ice on a door, impaling the wolf with an amazing shot, give a hero point to Idrisil. Uh, totally Listen forgot up. about that. Totally forgot that was a great yeah, like one. an hour to spend it. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Start spending them now. Yeah. So you uh, are entering this house. I had Killian going in through the front door and Iggy going in through the hole. Well, I uh-huh. didn't realize there was a hole. Okay, just fall through the hole. I will follow Iggy through the hole. All right. Iggy, you go in uh, the house. It's going to be a little cramped to use your sword in there. It'll be a minus one. It's a little yep. too big of a space. You see it is a mess in there and there are some rooms, some bedrooms, a kitchen area, a main living space, and you can see all of these rooms at the same time because the walls have been smashed open. There's destruction everywhere. There is uh, blood all over the floor and quite a bit of it as well. There is also, um, I don't know what Jix is doing in this situation. What were you doing, Jix? 
still out there thinking about the uh, bucket. Jix kind of wants to go back to the Did other he house. Get me out of that house. <laughs> um, Jix will go inside. Okay. Uh, Jix, you're inside. You see this as well, and you do not detect any magic in there, Xanner. Um, you guys do, although uh, all of you do detect a hole in the center of the house. Going oh. down? Going down. Goes down about uh, 12 feet. It's about four feet in diameter, roughly, and kind of has a roughish edge. Is that where all the blood is leading? Uh, yes. Xander uh, is going to take a ball of fire. So his aura changes to a, a red-orange. He, he holds a ball of finder's hand and will just drop it down the middle of the hole. Okay. The this is not what they imagined when they asked for an open floor plan. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy ties a rope off and um, heads starts to head down. How Are deep the, is the hole? 12 feet. How deep is the <laughs> hole? <laughs> 12 feet. Oh. Are the stairs intact? What stairs? Or is it a one bedroom or one, one floor? floor? Yeah, it's oh, just one, one floor. Okay, just one floor. Um, the first of all, the fire goes down and it goes down twelve feet, uh, and the fire impacts. You can see there's some blood down there, and then it kind of does a quick turn and starts the whole moves horizontally. Can you do the Star Wars thing and just like kind of get it to go, go, the go whole down? Way down? <laughs> uh, Iggy, you said you're tying yourself I'm, off. I'm going down. All right, Iggy starts rappelling down. Iggy, be careful. Always. Make it in the, just a simple athletics check. Pretty easy. Ten or higher, you're golden. Uh, 19. 19. You get down with ease. You uh, keep yourself relatively blood free. Iggy, catch me. <laughs> <laughs> he says, what? Could you twice as big as me. <laughs> And I go down as well. Okay, you go down. I need you to make an athletics roll, please. 11. 11. You get down. It's a little fussy. There's a little more. Uh, and it's a little tighter for you since you're bigger than Iggy. And the two of them are down into this hole. Wait, you can't see in the dark. Bing. Light uh, appears in my hand. All right. Uh, hey, Vagisil. <laughs> yes. Is this, is this the first time you've caught him saying that? That's not the first time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Dex. How, how stealthy are you? Very stealthy. I think we need to go back to that Wheeler house and some kind of check some things out over there. I don't know. It looks pretty rough around here. Okay, you want to wait for them? Okay, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> and you're leaving. Yep. All right. I huff and puff and what? run after him. Uh, it, it, Sanders up top <laughs> watching the two just drop down the hole. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to stop them, by the way. Two went down the hole. Jix starts sprinting off. Jix, you are grabbed on the shoulder and spun around by Idrisil. We can't leave Iggy. I'm Killian. No, no, we're not gonna meet him. Hole. We're gonna meet him down the other end. I don't think it works like that. What, what, what doesn't work? It, like well, that? first of all, the wheelers have boarded theirs up, so we're not gonna get in sneakily without making a lot of noise. Secondly, how we don't know if they connect. Thirdly, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> don't don't split the party. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, Jex. And I give him a pat on the head. 
condescending or otherwise. I give him a pat on the head. All right, you stay there. I'll go. Jix heads off. All right. Xander looks back and forth. Is a little torn back. Hook, I get. Hang on. And I follow Jix out. All right. Xander and Jix are back, heading off to the Wheeler Farm at a sprint. I'm going quickly. Would like to point out that I am not stealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, saying Uh, that for. Yeah, a sprint. Okay, you guys are quickly. A a quiet sprint. Until you get over there. You can't have both. Meanwhile, in the tunnel, uh, you have to barely duck at all there, Iggy. Um, so you're you're good. Uh, Killian, you have to duck down low. The floor is slick with blood. There's plenty of it. And you can, you have pretty good vision, dark vision, right? Um, and you have a light. It has to be cast on an object. Okay. Um... The ring around the beard of uh, Ignal. You did <laughs> on the eyebrow. Um, no, uh, yeah, it's um, he has a small like sphere for this very purpose. Um, a light stone. Yeah, basically just a just a just a small okay. stone that's been rounded, so it's nice and aerodynamic. You're just holding it in your hand. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you guys are doing what at the bottom of this thing? Waiting. Uh, you see Idrisil appear at the top of the hole, I believe. Uh, nope. No. That's not Yeah, I'm just right. uh, <laughs> following it down. <laughs> okay. Where it goes. Like went south so fast. <laughs> trust me. Like everybody's yeah, like split me. up now. Idrisil's heading back home. He's just done. Oh <laughs> Three-way split. All right. Uh, Ignal, you proceed forward. Your great sword is completely useless in this tight space. Yeah, right I just got my, I, I sheathed it once I got down there and I have my dagger out. Okay. Um, Killian, you're following behind? Yeah, I got my book out. Okay. <sighs> Perfect. My trusty book. You guys walk down Making this. notes. <laughs> yeah. You walk down this tunnel. Party left. Uh, it's Inappropriate uh, not man-made. It's rough. Uh, it's uh, not, doesn't feel, it doesn't even feel natural at the same time. Uh, there appear to be, I don't know, make nature rolls. The lot of you, the two of you, I mean. Ooh. 12. Yeah, same. 12, okay. You see nothing of interest at all until, Iggy, you almost stumble across a corpse lying in your path. Uh, It is a a human that has been shredded apart. Half of it is there, and it's not like top or bottom half. It's like left or right half. Uh, it's been uh, shredded. It has been burned in certain parts. And the terrible part is it appears to be maybe uh, a nine or 10 year old girl. Jesus. How's that hmm. for shifting the tone of the podcast? Um, Killian will kind Say of a kneel- prayer or something well, for actually, this Killian's, poor soul. We should go back at this point. Um, there's obviously something dangerous down here, and I don't think the two of us should tackle it alone. I look down further, and I look back at you, and I look down further. Emma. Okay. And then... And I'll pick up the body. Okay. Well, good. I was All right. going to as well. If, like, no, I guess I'll get the other half. Keep your robes clean, priest. Uh, 
Meanwhile, at the Wheeler Farm, Jix, you're running over there and you're being followed by Xanar. What are you two up to? <laughs> Time to slow down and get stealthy. <laughs> okay. <sighs> stealthy. Okay, there he goes. Turn purple again. <laughs> What's your plan? Uh, I want to sneak up to the windows and see what I can hear. Okay. You sneak up to the window and you can make a perception roll. Those of us are... No. Okay. 20. Non-natural 20. You put your goblin ear up to the window and you can hear an argument going on between the farmer, uh, Kleisch and Bella, uh, upstairs. Appears to be a little heated. Can I make out what they're saying? No. Just here. They're upstairs? Yes. Okay. I want to sneak in the kitchen. Okay, um, through the window? Through the back door? There is a back door. Yeah. Okay, you head over to the back door, you open the back door, and you go in, make a stealth roll, um, and I'm going to make their perception roll. 26. Oh, Actually, wow. it's a natural That's 20. a natural Holy yeah. cow. Wow. I will not roll their perception roll. You find the perfect spots. You know where the creaky boards are somehow. Intuitively, you know what's going on. And with From your- all the pacing when he was drinking so much yeah. coffee. <laughs> and you're able to point out the different steps and which boards to avoid so much so that Xanner doesn't even have to roll and follows in your footsteps. You guys are perfectly quiet. Wow, nice. So where's that chair with the blanket? Uh, it's in the front of the house. It's in the front of the house. Yes. Xanar. Okay. Purple. Where's your magic cabinet? So uh, I, I start detecting magic. You detect magic. Or it goes purple. And I have, um, I have a read aura. A cantrip called read aura, yes. Yeah, and so to do that, I, I focus on the target object opening my mind to perceive its particular aura. Do I need to have that object known to me and in my hand to make that happen? Yep, and it takes one minute to cast that cantrip. Okay, so I can't get there yet, um, but I know it's here. So it, it, there is something here. I'm working, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find it. And so I will start opening cabinets. Okay. And looking and looking through the, the, uh, the oven area near the wood stove. And, and and just start just start digging through to see what, what I can find. You can hear. Well, I don't know. We we could just take some of it or all of it. No, we 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 gotta we gotta we gotta just we gotta we gotta head out. And uh, they you hear some a lot of rustling and movement and furniture adjustment stuff going on upstairs. Jix, you were heading to the front of the house. Yeah, I want to check out this chair with the blanket on it. Okay. You check out the chair with the blanket. You whip back the blanket and you see nothing underneath it. I reach out to feel. Okay. You touch nothing at all but open air. Okay. Good good idea, though. Uh, I, I look a little disappointed. Okay. And then I walk back into the kitchen to start helping uh, Xanner All right. look for something magical. You, you guys are looking. Uh, nothing's jumping out at you yet. You're looking at plates and forks and cups and all sorts of things, but you're not seeing anything odd yet. Janner, what's it look like? I don't know. It looks magic. How do you know it's magic if you don't know what it looks like? It's probably shiny. 
Look uh, for shiny. Idrisil, what were you doing during all this time? Uh, so he look. He's kind of standing at the front of on, on the outside of the um Malin farm, just looking. He was watching them run off. You know, he was gonna go with Jix, but he decided not to. He decided that he's not gonna go into the hole. So he is now looking around the going around the outside of the barn mm-hmm. or, the, or the house, I should say, of the farm, and looking for uneasiness in the earth, kind of putting his ear to the ground. I don't know if I have to do like a survival, uh, you know, a, a type of what are you, perception what are you check. I'm trying to see if the tunnels are connected in the way that I was uh, questioning because they're boarding up one in the Wheeler's farm. Uh-huh. Now I see the hole in the ground uh-huh. of the Malin farm. I'm thinking there's blood seeping in that I saw before I went outside. So now I'm checking to see if there are other holes maybe outside. Okay, you're looking around outside for other holes. All right. Long-winded. While you're doing that, uh, you see through the um, hole in the wall Mm -hmm. of that farm, a bloody corpse taken out of the hole as Iggy and uh, Killian climb back out of the hole. Thanks for helping us up. (laughs) (laughs) Where the hell are... uh... The other two. I tried to stop them, but they ran off back to the Wheeler's farm. Do what? Jex was talking about a blanket, and uh, Zana was he talking about the magic. blanket. I guess he didn't see me look under the blanket, but he wanted to go see the blanket really badly, or maybe he wanted more coffee. I don't know. But Zana wanted to go get that magical object, so they've gone to do that. I was checking the perimeter. Perfect. So I was checking the perimeter. Steal from. Innocent farmers, that's fantastic. I don't know. Yeah, I'll be so proud of I think the magic item might help us. I'm not sure if, if it's strong Open enough for him to take. book and make some notes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> demerit. Um, demerit. Demerit. Regarding, uh, regarding my next sermon. <laughs> uh, I want to go take care who, of this. Who was this? Little, little girl. I can only imagine the child what, of this house. What could have done? Child. What kind of thing could have done this? Whatever made that hole is fierce it's, and... She's, and uh, she's torn apart. There are scorch marks here. Yeah. What kind of creature could do this? I don't know. How big was the tunnel when you were in? Just as wide as... Was it as wide the whole way through yeah. as it was at the opening? Mm-hmm. I don't think a human could have made a tunnel like that. No. Didn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. And I walked past the, both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm actually following Iggy. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. give, like... You know, um, I'm going to help Iggy dig. And we don't have to. There's a hole outside you can use. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you drop it in. Comes out the other <laughs> Killian makes some more news. GM with check mark. Uh, speaking of walking around, there are footsteps coming down the stairs at the Wheeler house. The two of you are in the kitchen with... All of the cupboards open. Let's get out of here. Don't do this. The basement. They won't even look there. Okay, great idea. Let's go. Okay, the two of you. Order yourselves in the basement. The two of you go down (laughs) towards the basement. I need you to make stealth roll. uh, Stealth rolls again, please, both of you. Uh, 11. 20. Wow. Uh, That's a total of 20 for Jake? Total of 20. Okay, and 11 over there. Uh, you guys go, uh, Jix, you go racing down the stairs into the basement, and Xander, uh, you go racing down two, and you forget about the last two steps. 
and you and you crash on the last two, and you hear the steps up above going from the second to the first floor. Stop. Did you? I don't know. And you hear footsteps on creaky boards up above, and the footsteps head over into the direction of the kitchen, and the footsteps stop. That's my simlish. (laughs) (laughs) And then you hear more footsteps. You hear a dragging of something. And then you hear the door to the front open and the door close. Wanna I wanna go up the stairs. Okay, you are up the stairs, Jix. And there is no one there. I rush to the whichever door it sounded like from downstairs. Front door. Rush to the front door. Okay. Open it. You open it. Uh, right outside the front door are the two farmers right there. And with their backs to you, and they kind of turn around and see you standing inside their house. What are they holding? <laughs> <laughs> they have oh, a large sack on the ground uh, that they're trying to shift and figure out how to throw over his shoulder. Do, do you need a hand with that? <laughs> She screams. The uh, farmer says, what are you doing? We've got a monster. Give me my bow, Bella. Here's your bow. Across in the distance, my ears twitch as I hear a woman screaming at the Wheeler farm. (laughs) He takes the bow and he's getting an arrow knocked slowly on it. I run back into the house. Okay. We've got a monster in there, Bella. Stay here. Xander. Xander, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, I just hear Jake screaming, so Xander runs up the stairs. Okay, you're on the first floor. Uh, I, I turn around the corner t- towards the, where I've heard his footsteps. There's a goblin running right at you. Uh, can I see over his shoulder and see the, the arrow getting knocked? Uh, no, but you do see some steps, and around that corner comes the farmer with a bow. And he is taking a shot at your goblin friend with a 11 to hit you. No. Mrs. hits the wall nearby you. <laughs> Come here, you bastards! No! <laughs> <laughs> I throw an elemental push and uh, I I toss air. You're gonna you're gonna attack him with magic. With magic. Okay. Yeah, so I um using my elemental toss, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach my hand out, glow white, push all the air in the room so it gets really, really, really tight and compressed. Our ears start popping Ooh. from the compression, and it pushes the air forward and in a in kind of a, a bludgeoning hit. Okay. Like a wall of air down the hall make into it, the farmer. Make a spell attack roll. You got plus seven on that. That's a natural oh, 20. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't Ooh. always know my own strength. I don't do this very often. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so oh, that's going to be... Um, Almost max damage for uh, 17 (laughs) points of damage. Jesus Christ. Bludgeoning damage. All right. You, um, all right. No. All right. Go ahead and take him down. (laughs) (laughs) 
your blow of magic goes flying. This condensed, compressed air, this mini wall of air, if you will, hits him square in the chest. You can hear the crunch of old bones, and he goes flying backwards, smashes into the kitchen table, smashes into some of the open cupboards, crashes into the ground, and tons of plates come smashing down and on and gone, and more cups and everything crashes all around him. Idrisil, far away, you hear a woman scream for a second time. I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Mean back at the Malin's farm. (laughs) I hear the scream, hear the crashing noises in the distance. We have to get back over there. What the hell are those, could those two be doing? I don't know, but it can't be good. They have a combined height of like three feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he's got magic on his side, doesn't he? Uh, I run. Okay, he's running. Idrisil's running full speed. That, I mean, yeah. Uh, Jix wants to rush over to the old farmer All right. wheeler and see if uh, he thinks he could revive the farmer with Make a, a medicine roll. With an elixir. So eight, and I get to use craftiness at a yep. medicine, so 15. 15. You believe he is barely alive. All right. I pop out uh, one of my elixirs okay. of life and pour it down his gullet. All right. You jam it down his throat and you start to heal him. How much do you heal him by? I think it's a D6. Plus one, five. You heal him quite a bit with that. And he coughs and coughs a little bit and is still has his eyes closed and is wheezing heavily and holding his chest very painfully. It's good enough. Uh, there's still a screaming older farmer lady right next to you. What did you do? Now, now listen. I just saved your life. Watch in the bag. It's our stuff. What stuff? Y- you can have it all. Don't hurt us anymore. I don't want it necessarily. There's something magical here. What is it? I don't know. Don't hurt us. And she uh, protects her husband, throwing herself over him. What's in the hole downstairs? It's just, it's just a hole. It's where the thing came out. What thing? The, 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 the creature. Where'd this creature come from? She's weeping in tears. Uh, Idrisil, you bust open the door. You see Bella... Uh, is there, uh, Bella Wheeler. She's crying, uh, clutching. Her husband was on the ground, covered in shattered plates. The kitchen is a nightmare, and he looks to be barely hanging on there himself. What happened to him? I, I it was, it was, it was Xander. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see, I, I'm sorry. Go right under the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> this is the third farmer this week. Um, uh, Jig sticks out one more uh, elixir. Healing elixir, okay. And says, I'm going to give this to your husband. I don't want any funny business after that. She's in tears. She's... That's two. Two. Uh, he heals a little bit better, and he starts to stir a little bit. What? What happened? Nah, don't worry about it. Just details. Jex, get outside. Damn it, you two. We don't need either of you in here right now. Maybe the magic guy. What in, <laughs> what in care of hell? 
Yeah, you arrive, Iggy, you arrive. I kind of, because I'm covered in gore. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I kind of like, oh, yeah. you don't take rush the lead. In. No. <laughs> I'm kind of like, oh, I think there's enough trouble here. I'll just uh, look at the stars. I I'm looking back and forth between everybody. Um, a lot of disapproval going on. <laughs> Are we talking about the game right now? Xanner <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, truly, honestly believes he can smooth this over. All right. So he's he's going to work on, on the silver tongue aspect and come up because I think I can explain what's happened. And so in the honest gnome form that he possibly can, Xander starts explaining what's going on. We're here to help. We're here to protect. And we were very concerned about the things that we saw on the new house versus your house. We felt that you may be in danger and we wanted to come make What sure. did you do to me? You, that wasn't me. That was the goblin. <laughs> I, will <tell> you, <laughs> I will tell you that I'm here to make sure that you continue to stay safe. So he's out now. That won't happen to you again. I promise. I also promise that we're here to keep you safe. Is there something that you are hiding that we can protect you with? Make a roll for me, please. A diplomacy, I believe we have is the skill name. Mm -hmm. 17. 17. He says, I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't understand what's happening here. What, what's that thing doing in my house? He says, pointing at the goblin yet again. That one. Just then, a uh, big, huge hand <laughs> comes, comes through the window. Grabs, <laughs> grabs the goblin and uh, yanks him outside. All right. And Killian has come over and is kind of investigating to see what happened to the farmer. Okay. Trying to figure out, like what actually did happen. Uh, all right. It looks like he's taken some blunt force trauma to the upper chest area and he's got some broken ribs. Um, <laughs> I like I like the eye contact you just made with me. It's a very slow. For the listener at home, that was the loudest glare I've glare. ever seen in right. my life. <laughs> um, Killian will um, heal, like Killian's... Uh, book will glow kind of a yellowish um, glow momentarily and then uh, he heals the farmer for a total of 15 points Whoa. of damage. Whoa! Alright. He's... Uh, he gets up and starts square dancing. Yeah. He gets a, oh, thank you, thank you, priest. I feel better. Look, we, 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 we this is just all too crazy. What happened? I don't know. We were outside and all of a sudden the door opened up and that weird monster of yours was inside like giggling. And I, I tried to shoot him and he somehow the arrow bounced off him or something. And I went flying across the room. Look at this place. It just still starts picking up chairs, putting books and yeah. dusting them off and putting them back in the bookshelf, fixing the bookshelf a little bit if he can. So does Xanner, right, yeah. like immediately taking cue, but I keep checking over yeah. my shoulder, looking at the farmer just to let him know that I'm a good guy. Okay. Just keep working. Just keep going. Right. <clears throat> Why won't you leave us alone? <laughs> Believe me, we tried. <laughs> 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 You're going to be a fast enough old um, man. <clears throat> 
I, I don't know what's happened here. Um, uh, in the guise of cl- picking stuff up, uh, I take Xanner into the kitchen to okay. continue kind of helping clean stuff up. Uh, look for the bloody thing now. While we've got him distracted. Killian glances over and then opens his book up, makes some more, more notes. notes. <laughs> on on that hue, I, I will glow per I will my aura will go purple and I will start detecting magic again to do, try to isolate where to, it's I at. Isolate where it's coming from. I just right. meant like physically look for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, doing that with both. I'm tr- trying to use both sets of eyes. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Um you guys start looking around. Uh Killian, uh Bella, you hear her talking since you're the only one in the kitchen still, right? Yeah. Uh, she says, this has been nothing but the, the worst luck. It's nothing but cursed. Cursed, I say. What do you mean by cursed? She says, it's... Tell me what's been happening, like, honestly now. we The time for lies has ended. Time for lies has just begun. Make a uh, diplomacy <laughs> roll, please. Let's see what time it is. 17. Ooh. Uh, while this is happening, yes, it's Jax. just making his way back around to the no, front porch. No, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> to the bag on the front porch. No, Jix is uh... still in his hands. <laughs> He's no. in his ears, massage. Calm, calm down. Let's. We gotta see what's in the bag. We gotta hold steady right now. Whatever you guys did is not helping our situation here. Have a snack, and I like break out some like cheese and. Meats and stuff. Okay. He's <laughs> distracting you. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbing you behind the ear. Uh, she says, we, 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 we it, it's just been a nightmare since that little gnome came by that, that, that we, we told you about. And, uh, and the, uh, farmer, uh, Kleisch says, uh, quiet, quiet woman. Well, this isn't this isn't their business. This is our house, and I'm feeling much better now. I'm I'm, I'm a strong, strong farmer. Bottom Hill doesn't go down for nothing. Mister Wheeler, obviously, there's some trouble here. Um, unfortunately, the Malins seem to have perished. Um, <clears throat> there is trouble, and their house is destroyed. She says, "Oh dear." You must tell us what's going on so we can help fix and solve. Whatever, whatever is plaguing Bottom Hill. Uh, the two of you who are out searching for stuff, mm. Idrisil and Xanner. Xanner, you don't find anything, but you have isolated the magic from moving around the house several times to the kitchen area. All if right. that helps you in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, a clash that, uh... That gnome that uh, came to harass us, I was, he he dropped something and I took it. And then he said uh, we were gonna pay and then we got attacked. What attacked you? I don't know, it was something, something terrible. Some, some, some thing that could tear through the earth and it came through our basement and it was, it was gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna kill us both and eat us alive. What stopped it? It was the thing that guy dropped. Can you show me the thing? Uh, he looks reluctant. She looks at him. Zip. And <laughs> uh, he reaches into his coat 
and pulls out a, a ring that's been wrapped around his neck on a little chain. And it glows a little bit of very faint orangey light. Psst. Um, Psst. Is it an elven by chance? Xanner is keeps pointing, pointing at into the kitchen there, and, 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 and just <clears throat> like trying to make the very serious con- eye contact. <laughs> Super sneaky winks. Psst. Killian will kind of look back and give him the same look he gave him like like just a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> How did that stop him? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a magician. Uh, you would know more, more than I. I just know that. Uh, it's, it has, it, it seemed to respond, <laughs> respond to the ring, and it was tearing apart our basement, and like I said, was going to tear us apart, and. But then the, this thing started to glow, and I was thinking I was going to sell it, and all of a sudden it glows, and then the thing stops, and I'm I'm thinking just just go, just go, and then the thing the thing goes away. Hmm. May I? S- so the ring apparently controls this creature to some degree. That's my fear. Now you said that. One of the Malins got her injured. Uh, yes, a little girl. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll spend some time tonight and we'll bring something over to help cheer up. Oh God, I can't finish that sentence. <laughs> no, oh God. I'm sorry, you have misunderstood. No, no, I, 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 I dead. feel like that, what? The girl's dead. She's the, dead. The Malins, and there are likely the rest of the Malins as well. Uh, Bella starts to cry. He looks down at the ground I don't want to say it's your fault, <laughs> but if you'd been honest with us from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, <laughs> we... Uh, oh, I... I don't know. I think it would be a good idea for you to uh, go to Edlin home, give us the ring, and then let us deal with whatever is happening here. And then once the... Uh, once we have taken care of it, then you can return to your farm. Make a diplomacy roll. Nat- Natural whoa, 20. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah! <laughs> right you are! Here you go! <laughs> Deep to the house today! <laughs> wow! You're, you're clear. You're right. You you have wisdom way beyond your years, priest. Uh, here, I, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. And he hands it to you, and it it doesn't glow anymore when he hands it to you. It's got the little, like a simple, cheap silver chain, but then the ring hangs heavy from it. Put it around my neck. All right. Your 20 oh. was so much better than my 20. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up. He seems very forlorn. He goes outside to check on their sack and bring it back inside. Bella turns to... I guess you're very still diplomatic in her mind. She turns to you, Achillian, and says, It was, it was my husband. He, he did it. It was an accident. What did he do? They, they built their fence on our property, and that's why he mentioned it to your mayor in town, and I, he was very angry with them last night. And if that makes things... 
uh, controlling that monster, then my husband's responsible for this. There's no way your husband could have known that that would happen. It is not his fault. Um, It is unfortunate, but it is not something that he was aware of or knew. Um, I do not believe he should be blamed for Bella, let's go. We've got to get out. This is this is a nightmare. Unless there's anything else you need from us. <clears throat> More coffee? <laughs> <laughs> no. You should go. All right, take take care of our house, he says at the millions of pieces of china and plates and crap all over the floor. Xanner and Jix will be cleaning this up. <clears throat> They head outside. <laughs> they manage to get the sack over his shoulder, and the two of them quickly leave with just one or two glances backwards at their house. Chicks, you hear a sound outside from they're going out towards the east, back down the road you guys came from. You hear a sound coming from the west on the other side of the bottom hill area. It is the sound of laughter. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, someone, I hear something. Someone's laughing. What about? Over to the west. Isn't that where the, the, the other gnome went? Xanar, you've now identified the ring which is not glowing right now, but it is there as the magical. I found the magic thing. <laughs> you have finally found it. Uh, I will <laughs> hand it over to Xanner to um, read Aura. Okay. Um, and actually be able to identify, or is it just Arcana? Uh, the read Aura will tell you a little bit about it, but you still have to make an Arcana roll after that. And you okay. t- need about 10 minutes to do that. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to keep a hold of the ring. Okay. In the meantime. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so close. I like, added to like Gormir for a second. Like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, uh, in, in that case, I, I go from, uh, Xander goes from reaching for the ring to being diverted and grabbing the broom next to Killian. <laughs> All right. Killian nods. <laughs> what do you want to do? Did you hear something? Someone's laughing down, down the hill over there. Idrisil uh, looks out the window towards the west. You head out towards the back of the house. You look out a window towards the west. You can see coming up slowly the slightly steep slope of Bottom Hill is a small gnomish figure in a red and purplish uh, robe. And flittering off to his side is some strange creature um, that is half his size um, following alongside and he is uh, just uh, just laughing <laughs> it's definitely a gnome let's go meet this guy I I'll go first okay gnome on gnome <laughs> action <laughs> you open the rear door you step out with broom held heroically in hand <laughs> what do you want to do or say Zanner? he's about maybe 100 150 feet away uh i will start 
Uh, Xander will, will walk towards him and uh, hold the the just broom. The, the broom up. Okay. Just kind of like so, a waving form that's just right. quite a bit larger than my hand, and uh, I'll give him his uh, our, our the gnomish hail. I'll I'll just do it in. in What's gnomish. the gnomish hail? Peepa die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he says. I'm blue, <laughs> and in it, also in the meantime, Killian has kind of saddled up pretty pretty close to Iggy and has rested a hand on the back of his on just on his back, okay. but it's actually touching his greatsword right now. All right, ready to cast some possible <laughs> <Nice>. spells. <laughs> the gnome says, "You've got just a moment or two before everything comes crashing down." Bing. <laughs> You've got one chance. Hand over my ring or you'll be dead, stupids. You can feel as he says that the ground shake ever so slightly. Uh, Killian, after casting magic weapon. You're casting on. a spell called magic weapon on the great sword of the Dwarven Barbarian. Correct. Okay. Uh, we'll then think that uh, creature stop moving. Okay, you're you're actively trying to yes. communicate that thought yeah. with the ring. Uh, Iggy, your sword glows with a power. Yeah, it feels strong and enchanted. It won't last forever, but it does seem uh, quite powerful. The ground shakes and shakes. Uh, Xander, you were having some sort of moment here. What are you saying? Uh, I I feel his threats and they seem really super genuine. Um, the ring! I glow blue. He glows green in response. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a glow off. <laughs> the rave will begin. Some gnome porn. What's a uh, magic weapon do? Target becomes a plus one striking weapon, gaining plus one item bonus to attack rolls, increasing the number of weapon damage dice to two. So plus one to hit and 2d12 damage. Yeah, it's like that yeah. potency potion. Mm -hmm. On command. Uh, how close are we? Uh, you're now 80 feet apart. Okay. And uh, the ground is starting to shake more and more, and it's visibly shaking stronger now. Um, I'm holding the ring. Okay, you're holding it tightly. Yeah. Idrisil is going to do two things at the same time, if possible. He's going to back up, uh, kind of jump out of the way of the ground, maybe as far as he can, maybe 20 feet. Also, he's going to hunt prey on the creature next to the goblin. Or okay. next to the gnome, I should say. All right. Jackson, <laughs> heard from you in a bit. Um, You want to check out the other farm? Jax <laughs> <laughs> uh, is... As soon as this other gnome makes an offensive move, Jix will take a reaction to lava bomb. Lava bomb. So you're getting a bomb out right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, what bomb is it? Can we know that? Fire. Fire bomb is in your hand and you're readying. If he does anything, you're going to toss it at his face. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the ground shakes. Xanner, you've got spells building up. The other gnome has a spell building up. He whispers something sharply to his left, and the creature starts to fly quickly 
towards you guys. None of you know quite what it is. It looks weird. It looks pudgy. It looks ugly. It has wings that should not support it, except Jix. You know exactly what it is. It is a homunculus creature that has been summoned or created by mm. a magic user of some type. It is now coming towards you. Uh, and as he does that, he lasts one more time. <laughs> You're too late, stupids! And the ground erupts. It splatters out almost like a mini little explosion, then comes back down and goes down as a big dent. You hear some weird, loud gas release hissing sound of this. And bursting out of this large hole around, kind of in between you guys, only one of you was jumping out early. I believe that was Idrisil. Um, as that happens, a huge creature comes out of this hole. It is uh, the size of a horse, but it's worm-like. It's got uh, some claw-like things. It's tearing at the ground uh, and moving very quickly through the ground. It rises up. It's got these weird, nasty mandibles, and it's got strange little uh, burning liquid dripping out of its maws that sizzles on the ground. And the person who was closest to the hole is Xanner himself. And as the creature bursts out, its back is to you and you start to slip and fall into the hole it has just created as the gnome starts to throw his spell. And we will stop there for tonight. <laughs> oh. So the first adventure of the season comes to an end. Our heroes race down a snow-covered mountain, evading a pack of ravenous wolves. We spent some time getting to know the locals of Edlin Home, picked up a goblin companion named Jix, and the heroes dove into a quest to help the farmers at Bottom Hill. Thank you to Tim, Chris, Seth, Alistair, and Jeremy, and everyone who helped make this production possible, including our sponsor, the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. And our sincere thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us on our adventures. If you'd like to help out the show, check out our Patreon account at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Support given through Patreon helps keep the show running and gets you access to exclusive behind-the-scenes content, including character creation and after-show recordings for each episode. How will the heroes deal with this burrowing monster and fiendish gnome? And what trouble will they stumble into later? Until next time.